0: hello everybody it's friday night and it is weekender time once more we're back from ukge and we have a lot of catching up to do there's a jam-packed show ahead of you but before we get into that we will have a guest later on charlie from wargames atlantic is popping by uh, to have a quick chat with us about Gamefound, uh the current campaign and how you do a game found because it's slightly different from other crowdfunding platforms let's put it like that um he's actually throwing a little prize into the ring if you are a backer of the damned on game found uh, if you comment I'm a damned backer below they will be adding a five box pledge on top of your current pledge so if you want to be able with the chance to win that it's I am a damned backer needs to be in the comments below and you need to be a damned backer simples all right Sit back, relax, because your weekend starts here. Hello, everybody, and welcome to The Weekender. I'm joined by Justin, John, and Ben.
1: The, I
0: thought you forgotten our names you know, then for no, a second, Joe. No, I'm just going the, uh, the to say the non-infected versions of us. Yeah, the, ones, I think the ones who are not appearing on screen right now. Are dead. The con with the lurgy. <laughs> and we had to we had to burn the bodies
2: lest we get infected. We, uh, we, had, to, we had to put start, them down, it's all right. We have a Kickstarter coming soon to put Warren's ashes into bottle rockets to send out to everybody so they can mm. shoot him at the moon. It's Best rude. headstone. It's it's one way of doing it, certainly.
0: I don't want to say James Doohan did that. Wasn't he fired into space? I don't someone know. was. Yeah. Yeah, yeah someone but, was. They're I don't know, know. Old friend. Defi- I know
2: Gene definitely was, but mm. yeah. Uh, anyway. Didn't Tesla fire a car into space and just yeah, let but it go? Yeah, it's just because like, he's not <laughs> okay. Because he's an asshole. Uh, okay, okay. Right there. That's start, the answer to that one. Jerry's starting in Set Stone. He, he's starting interplanetary pollution early. Yes. I mean, I suppose yeah. he thinks we've left enough junk up there already. What's mm. one more bit? Right. Apart from that, uh, before we get into the show proper, there's one very
0: quick little thing that's coming oh. up in uh, a couple of weeks. A mm-hmm. uh, very important date June 24th. Obviously, everybody knows that is the most important thing this year. Uh, And that is because it is Free RPG Day. Yeah,
3: Nothing Um, else is happening on that day.
0: Nothing I care about. (laughs) Nothing, no. So, if you are unaware of Free RPG Day, um, it's been running for years now. Uh, I believe it's Asmodee started it. uh, And they get together with a whole bunch of various um, companies, publishers, designers, all sorts. and then to encourage people to get involved in role-playing games and get down to their local hobby store they do um rpg day where Mm. you can go down uh play some games play games you haven't played before meet some new people uh if you're interested in giving role-playing games a try and you've got somebody local running it it's great we've got a big load of stuff um from the rpg day kit that we will be throwing at people for free when they come through mm. the door on the 24th so there's mm. things like uh luke have done a a mini adventure a map booklet um free league have sent out the quick start guide to the new fantasy dragon bean so oh, so there's a, a world of darkness vampire mm. game there's dice there's card games there's all sorts of stuff Mm. it's a big bucket load of stuff from as you can see a whole host of companies yes so you'll find these are being run all around the world last year it was split north america and then the rest of the world Were a month later this year everybody's kicking off on june 24th so if you go to uh freeopgday.com you can go in and look up a retailer near you to see if they're running it um, and if, if they're not, if they don't have the kit, which I think is probably sold out because generally they go very quickly, um, you could still run games. Uh, mm-hmm. it's, it's a good way of just sort of growing the community and, um, getting people involved as well. So I know last year we had a, a bunch of kids came down to on tabletop, uh, who were interested in role playing games, but never tried before. And they played a, a couple of games throughout the day. So mm-hmm. give it a go. See it. You might like it.
4: Um, and we're doing the same thing again this year. We're running we some games and very stuff. Very yeah, much, yeah. are, yeah. yeah.
0: I'm going to be rocking out Vesson. Uh, I've oh, no idea what some of the other guys are doing. Mm. Um, there's a few people who are threatening to run various games, so I'll find out off the the GMs fairly shortly because I think I'll probably have to list that. But we're the plan is three sessions, so starting at ten thirty in the morning, um, and then one round lunchtime, well mid afternoon, and then the other one early evening. So full day of gaming uh mm-hmm. as many as many tables we take over depending on how many people show up so we've enough we've enough gms kicking around that we could do multiple games at every um session throughout the day and it just it just comes down to how many people come along to give it a go
2: sorry right, jerry I'll, I'll make a sign just put on for the table saying wargamers go away oh you won't need a sign i'll be there
0: i'll just <laughs> tell them it's fine it's grand so you've got like two foot boards out in the uh, the shop out front. So if people want to play games, they can play on that. Yeah, anyway. maybe we'll to finish a,
2: a game of the new 40K. <laughs> uh,
0: probably. Who knows? Who knows? Anyway, so yes, 24th of June. Check it out. No matter where you are in the world, people are running games all over creation. Uh, so it's, it's always good fun
4: and it's yeah. interesting.
0: And great to pick up some bits and pieces as well. So, you know.
4: That's just that. I want you to save me a copy of Dragonbane. Do you
0: have one of the quick start guides? You're one, lucky because some some of the bundles are like really thick, where we've got maybe twelve or so copies or fifteen copies, and then other ones are like you've got two of these. Oh, there were two Acton Cthulhu scenarios, and up there behind those boxes is the complete set of Acton Cthulhu. Ooh. So it's like I'm taking that. Scabbing. <laughs> Uh, and then I went home without it, so it's still sitting up there, but I'll make sure I get it before we deviate the goods to oh, anybody okay. else who's showing up.
2: Okay. I'll, I'll put them aside so they don't get
0: snaffled. Oh, don't worry. You're, I don't even know if anybody knows where I've hidden the box. So. Oh, <laughs> so that, he's snaffled. doing it that way. Yeah, well, yeah. You know, have to get out of the room uh, for the next fortnight so it doesn't get tripped over. Mm-hmm. Right. Enough of that. Uh, we have to kick off the show proper with the most important part of the show, mm-hmm. which is, of course, the Indie of the Week. Oh, cool. and this week it's an interesting little Spanish Civil War one from a company oh. that is so exquisitely new, shockingly new, that they only set up um a form of website and store within the past month or so. Wow!
1: Wow! Uh,
2: I have to ask, which Spanish Civil War is it? Because they are kind of want to do the boogaloo. Uh, is the Spanish the big if you, if, one? If you Google okay. Spanish
0: Civil War, you will find. <laughs> this okay the um the the prequel to world war ii yeah very much very much Uh, this is the we've got weapons and arms and munition and we want to see how they work uh so the spanish civil war nationalists against republicans uh nationalists backed up obviously by fascist states of italy germany and the republicans backed up by a whole host of people including um the international um battalions as well so with we the wild geese were over there loads of people kicking around from ireland and all sorts people who, oh, right. who weren't allowed to get involved for various reasons or went and got involved for various
2: reasons i mean reasons. here's the thing we are irish pay us money give us beer we will fight oh there's no payment they, vol- these are volunteer brigades voluntarily fighting so yeah so, <laughs> okay was, just they were maybe having a
0: bad day No, you know it's it, it's one of these things it was um class struggle political struggle, religious struggle, all of this, and so much more. Uh, mm. so it sort of came down the divide. Um, so, uh, Ebru, which I believe is a natural place, uh, has, has started this website. Um, in fact, actually the about us is probably a nice place to start. Now, this is going to be googly translated because I think the site only exists via the medium of Spanish. Right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but assuming it converts yay uh it's really interesting so geordie um was interested in the spanish civil war and did various bits and bobs and noticed that the wargaming community especially in spain itself people know an awful lot about world war Two, maybe bits about world war one but then the, the kids who were getting into historics and like don't really know a huge amount about what happened in their own country like right. the, the the wars that were fought and obviously spain wasn't involved in World War Two. They were settling after this, and they're one of those nations that um, had enough on their plate after three or four years of uh, of warfare, followed by what happened with Franco afterwards. So, so the idea was to encourage um, the the people who are getting into wargaming to explore what was essentially a a, a national war, a, a local issue for them, uh, and see how it goes that way um which i think is a, a a really fantastic basis you know if you're going to start a a company to do something you have a real drive behind it rather than just going i think i can make some money out of this it, it's it's part and parcel of both educating and um and exploring it so the mm-hmm. designers are all um from spain as well i believe uh, and it's just this this idea of a, a sort of a group of people getting together to try and and uh, promote um, their own little window into history, which I just really like. Yep.
2: I mean, uh, it's it is a curious time period because you know you would have had all the interwar like weapons and things that they could be laying their hands on that were essentially experimental at the time. Mm.
3: Yeah. That, well, I mean, that was exactly at the. Well, you, you had the Germans shipping over Panzers.
0: Mm. So, wow. Well, okay. if, if we'll start with the vehicles then, since you asked so nicely. So yeah. So the oh Panzer look at one. that, <laughs> Panzer One got its rollout um so these are 28 mil um 3d printed they're, they don't sell the sdls or, or that sort of thing i believe they're 3d printed i haven't seen anything that says that they're recast into another material right um but you can see here the images unfortunately they don't get implicated i have stolen some off their face page to show you some of the figures later on there mm. um, but here you have the hands of one with a, a couple of different turret options on it as well Mm -hmm. so you can have those and i mean combined arms the 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 sort of the the early prototype of of blitzkrieg i'm not going to go too much into blitzkrieg but i know they did use the the fighter lead up before or the the aerial lead up before the tanks then infantry came in in a very sort of piecemeal but sort of prototype stage as if uh testing it out i don't know if germany sent um
3: Pretty uh, I, sure they did. I, I know they definitely sent munitions and the like. They, they probably weren't supposed to send staff, mm, yeah. but they
2: probably had staff I mean, writing back. I mean, uh, you're handling the delivery here, just give them word whenever you land as well. Because, <laughs> I mean, otherwise, you know, you've got some Spanish guy going, you have given me a tank. What do?
3: Well, there's <laughs> no point in, in a war like that of just handing over the weapons mm. and going have fun, mm. you know, or use them to your ability. Like, you're yeah. seeing that recently as well with shipments of arms going east. Mm. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, there is advisors, there's a lot of stuff happening in the background that you don't really hear about. Mm. So it's it's certainly, this is almost like the prototype to what happened in early World War II, yeah. as well yeah. as the, the tactics and how the technology was perceived it was going to evolve. Mm. Mm-hmm. It's like this, obviously, the uh,
0: Soviets were sending stuff out and about as well. Mm-hmm. And again, Some nice little turret options. There's little commanders as well for the open turrets that are available Mm -hmm. um, on the vehicle page. So you can have your national um nationalists Mm -hmm. popping out the top of a hatch. Uh there's also this, which is really nice. Armored car.
3: I will say the prices are incredibly reasonable.
0: Oh yeah. 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 Um not not bad at all in any way, shape, or form. Now, when we get into some of the infantry none of the infantry come with heads okay there are multiple yeah. head packets with multiple different types of of hat to define specific um units within the the conflict so whenever you are buying them you <clears> have to <throat> take into account that the bodies and are all complete but you will need to order the heads separately yeah uh, but again this
2: this little the bilbao uh armored car is really nice it's <laughs> for both factions it's interesting that it has what would be considered at the time a large cannon in the passenger seat. <laughs> yeah, I wonder what that is. Don't it looks know. It's
4: like, it like it, a blunderbuss, isn't it? It
2: has the flare That's end bit... that you
0: would see on sort of ack and stuff like that. Yeah. So it it so some, some kind of flak. Mm. I'm I'm assuming somebody is frantically typing as to exactly what
4: that is <laughs> into the comments. Was it? Let's was it? That. Was it a particularly? I mean, uh, obviously, no war is well balanced, but was it a well balanced fight between the the different forces in no
2: in
0: no slash yes
2: I'm expecting to hear uh, the uh, words ruffle stomped
0: no uh, initially because uh, the nationalists attempted a coup, the coup right. failed, then they kicked off so in, originally the the initial sort of breakdown was like half a million people on the Republican side and like mm. less than a hundred thousand on the national side Wow. But throughout the course of the war, that changed to almost equal, and then the nationalists went slightly ahead, and then they won. Mm -hmm. But the the initial thing, I suppose the the alternative is the the, the people who are attempting the coup, some of the generals and the like, um, were obviously high-ranking military figures. So even though they had a smaller amount of people, there may have been better training there. There may have been better tactics and organization um, Mm -hmm. and, and access to things like locations of ammunition and you know that sort of thing so it it may have swayed in the the long
4: run so it's an interesting one to follow in terms of gaming in that respect because you've got the the fluctuating numbers but also the different
2: types of scenarios that
4: they'd find themselves in the battles and that kind of thing
2: yeah i mean if there's a rule set for it do some asymmetric battles so early war mid-war late war and rebalance what each person gets depending on what stage of the war you're at could be interesting i'm not sure how
0: how much it changed within it. Right. You'd have Ooh. to do a fair bit of, oh, John's got... John's looked up the gun. Haven't.
3: That's a flamethrower. That's a fl- Wow, okay.
0: <laughs> oh. That's how that
3: magic happens. That, that's one yeah. way to clear out a city street. Um, funnily enough, tanks-encyclopedia.com has a very good article on this vehicle.
4: Who would have thought? <laughs>
2: <laughs> Trust John to be fit to do fast research. Who would have thought? Nice.
0: <laughs> right. The uh, So here we have the uh, first, the national side. Now, some of these aren't filled yet. So you can see mm. they have a space for Italians. There aren't any Italians in it. Like I say, brand spanking new indie as far mm-hmm. as the, the things go. But you can see different styles of um, of headwear, whether it's the, the sort of the soft tops, the turbans, mm. uh, the beret styles as well, or the pink mm. cap. So you've got all of those. And some of them are, are definitely recognisable. I've no idea what that is, but that matador style hat, I, I think you still see as part of their uh, Spanish.
3: Part
0: of, part of the police, isn't it?
2: Yeah. The police yeah,
3: okay. or the National Guard or something.
2: Yeah. I've wow. seen
0: them right we'll crack one of those open since we're here.
2: Mm. I do like that they've made it very clear as to which side of the conflict they're on before you even click through to it.
3: Hmm. Hmm.
2: Yeah, I, g- I guess something to
3: it. Yeah, uh, you're, he's trying. He's obviously trying to educate the locals, but at the same time, he's obviously trying to make it so that people like us can come along and go, "Yeah, yeah. ah, okay, cool." Yeah. I now know
2: what to what to get. Yeah, we basically have an idiot's guide to the Spanish Civil War. <laughs> like him checking papers. No, he's reading Perfect. an idiot's guide to the Spanish Civil War.
3: <laughs> it's an, an idiot's guide to how to use a submachine gun because that's clearly what it is—the manual for the gun he's holding. <laughs> <laughs> Well, here's
2: a question. So, at this, why
3: is this all in German?
2: (laughs) Well, John, here's one for you. So, in this period, now I don't don't know about this period. (laughs) Well, it's it's more about the weaponry of the pre-war. You know, what sort of weapons would you look at? Because that guy's riding around with a lance. Well, let's let's put it into perspective.
3: The last cavalry charge was
2: 1942.
3: Okay. So, yes. (laughs) um this this is the period where a few countries particularly russia and germany and britain kind of knew what they were doing with armored vehicles whereas everybody else either couldn't afford to build them or were buying them off those three other countries or told mr Christie no it's the the, the, the
0: crossover of modernization for Mm. for a lot of countries yeah Yeah.
3: the, the the sort of the the late 20s early 30s was that period of there's new stuff coming online okay how do we figure it out because what what happens in most militaries is well particularly modern militaries and the Americans are a good example for this what comes first doctrine or the the equipment yeah to today it's doctrine drives equipment back in the day it was we've built this thing but we've also built 10,000 of them so you're going to have to figure out how to use it mm. you know it was one of those things because america in the pre in the end of world war one interwar period was buying french stuff they were using Renault fts and all that they had them by the hundred and they were making up tactics based on that before (laughs) they were starting to build their own Mm. and then figuring out what doctrine was so spanish civil war is really from from a very surface level perception of it like i always seen it as a these countries are feeding into this civil war to see what works Yes. That's kind of what it felt like. It doesn't matter what the outcome of this civil war is, but we want to know what works.
0: Mm -hmm. It's it's field testing,
2: extreme field testing of of your group. Yeah. Uh, Unfortunately, it sounds vaguely familiar. Yeah, recently we didn't know how good
3: Javelin was. Mm. (laughs) It's only in the last, what, oh, year or so? (laughs) Coming up on two, isn't it? Mm. Day day 400 and something.
4: Mm. Anywho. The sculpting on these is phenomenal as well. I I really like all the detail that's been worked into them. And I like that you've got so many, even with the sets of heads, you've not got sort of generic looking characters. Mm. You've got lots of them with different expressions and things like that. So if you are playing something a little bit more small scale, as I always tend to say, if you're Mm. playing small scale, you want to have individuals, don't you, really?
2: yeah. It is interesting that the baseline uniform for both sides would have been basically identical. And then it's the hats that tell you, is he friendly?
4: Well,
2: easy well, thing to see. see you'll see later
0: on with some of the
2: uh, um, Republican
0: side, where it's a bit more militia, you know, and yeah. people, people in dungarees and you know, just regular slacks and shirts and yeah. that sort of
2: thing. Here is rifle, right, bad people that way, that, that type of thing.
0: Yes, I want you to always translate that. I like, don't know <laughs> why you keep asking me.
4: <laughs> well, thank you. Lots of really good poses as well. Mm.
0: yeah mm. and i mean well i mean it does exactly what it says in the 10 you know you don't have people Doing firing you've got them um mm-hmm. assaulting i'm sure there was a film uh, about the spanish civil war with i want to say it was Gary grant but i can't honestly remember i want to say it's called wild geese but i know it's not wild geese because that's um mm. that's uh south africa thing but anyway uh watching that film that old american one obviously it's it's slanted towards america as these things are it focuses on the the what well somebody's come in to fight in the international um battalions but there's an awful lot of warfare because spain's very mountainous and rocky in places there's an awful lot mm. of you know you're not worried about um squad based maneuvers on flat ground it, there was an awful lot of sort of guerrilla tactics and and uh, engagements imagine, yeah. engagements over very very rocky ground um cool. so having people sort of crawling and creeping and, and sneaking their way through that sort of um landscape uh gives you a, a really interesting perspective and uh, like i say the sculpting work and these are gorgeous
2: Yeah, I would say for this idea this concept I'd say I can count off maybe four locations in the world where I would be really curious as to what happened so number one obviously this Spanish Civil War Uh, I'd love to know what was happening in China because I know there was war happening there as well Mm -hmm. Uh, I have no idea what was happening in the Middle East so like out and around Iraq places like that and then Brazil did Brazil get involved at all in the Spanish Civil War, or in no, just in, in World War II. Like what what was Brazil doing at the time? Yeah, yeah. There are just there are big parts of the world where you just you never hear about it, and you don't know what was going on there. Well, South America definitely got involved in bits and pieces. South America was having its own Barney at the time, wasn't yeah. it? Was it probably? I'd never <laughs> heard nice. of it. Never heard about it. Like these charging, charging the, priests style. I, I'm hearing Deus Volt in my soul. <laughs> Well, there's three of them, so it's enough for a Crusade. <laughs> they all, they all,
3: yeah, well, they all look a
2: little Che Guevara. Yeah. <laughs> Just a touch. Yeah, you I know, see what you mean. This is some of your more partisan looking people now. Oh, no, these are still. I mean, oh, fair still enough. Uniform of putties. Fair enough. Sorry.
0: That's.
2: Uh, oh, that's God. A, that's the Shona. That's a cool looking gun.
3: Is that it a, sh- is
2: that a Shona? I'm pretty sure that's a Shona. Yeah. yeah. Is it not? Shoshats. Shusha. Sure. it was it was a piece of garbage
3: well the, ma- the magazine the magazine was a piece of garbage the rest of the gun functioned as
2: a gun but the magazine is yeah. a piece of crap well trench warfare with an open-sided magazine with a is a leaf spring was it of some sort like a zigzag yeah, well, one mag- magazines are
3: leaf spring fed anyways
2: yeah hmm. so yeah not the best plan thanks france
0: so anyway, leaving aside <laughs> the uh, the nationalists, the Republican side, National Brigade, nothing in there, no Irish yet, terrible. Uh, <laughs> I don't think there's any of the commissars, but there's definitely stuff in Republican and
4: and the regular militia
0: and, and yeah. the militia. So as you can see here, more the same sort of mm. style of uniform, which is what happens during a civil war. Um, this is interesting because it, it shows that there's a definite. I'm not say sculpting style but it, it it's almost like the the dollies have been made as if they could be made multi multi-part yeah um, which means because they're 3d printed when they're printing things out solid that you've mm-hmm. got them you're good to go uh these additional ones for uh the assault guard means you might be able to convert some other bits and pieces that you've got around um, yeah depending on scaling obviously
4: the The style of them is very reminiscent of like War Games Atlantic's, uh, mm-hmm. like style as well, which I think is quite nice.
3: Like I could see if this if this company did well, I could see War Games Atlantic having a look in,
4: because
3: mm. they I I think this is oh. this sort of thing would definitely be up their street.
4: Yeah, trying to fill the gaps in history. Yeah, thing. yeah, yeah.
3: That would be a good partnership for them. Yeah.
0: Yeah, well, especially they've done hard plastics with a few other companies as well. Yeah. So so maybe hard plastic um, Spanish Civil War wouldn't be beyond the realms of possibility. I like the heavy weapon crews. Mm. Yeah, some nice support weapons mortar and... Is this, more,
3: is this more of those I couldn't find a Hotchkiss in 28 mil for ages and now they're, they're all <laughs> they're over the They're everywhere, John.
2: They <laughs> yeah. are I'm not, saying that's, I'm not saying
0: that's how I found them, but yeah. <laughs>
2: it's like the world is taunting me now. Uh, so. It's like we were saying on our to expo, our phones are listening to us, yeah. feeding it back to marketing companies. Maybe it filters down eventually.
3: God, it would hate listening to people like me and Jerry. It was just like, God, I wish I had a Hotchkiss heavy machine
2: gun.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Everybody in the world seems to want a Hotchkiss. We should probably get on that immediately. (laughs) So you can see the rest of the infantry are fairly standard. If I go to the uh, militia, though, we can see some of the variations for the militiamen. So again, Hotchkiss, but this time you know, shirtless, just put the webbing over the top. Uh, or just wearing regular clothing. Carlos is in from the fields, mm. that type of thing. Uh, and I mean, for militia, it's great. But also, if you're doing interwar stuff and you're mm. looking for um, just generic armed insurgents, mm. uh, so French partisans, Polish um, militia, whatever it happens to be, it's a, it's another good range. Yeah. Uh, so
2: five five current bodies and sort of there and. Again, nice variety of sculpts. Mm. I am wondering: are they single piece, or is this something that you're going to be uh, doing some building to? Heads are separate, and then I think everything else
0: is one one part prints.
3: Ah, so, although a bit although of cleaning it does, up maybe,
4: but other
0: than that, yeah.
3: they they must have particular models then for those arms. So those arms, seems, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, hopefully. oh, maybe we'll they, maybe that.
2: the arms are separate too. that's that's kind of what i'm wondering about Mm. because again that increases your possibility but very nice it's Mm -hmm. uh
0: it's it's an interesting little range and a fascinating period that we don't really sort of delve into a huge amount that that and interwar both kind of they both get overshadowed by what happened on either side well i suppose this is interwar technically so um but you know you know what i mean so from the the end of the first world war through yeah. to world war ii the uh, prequel the, the outbreak of hostilities in world war Two. there's a lot of <laughs> and, and in many respects a lot of national conflicts a lot of civil wars yeah uh, risings coups all sorts kicking off
3: you had um, russia Holocaust. implode
0: yeah russia imploded ireland kicked off um china had multiple um sort of into sort of warlord fighting and stuff
3: japan and russia had their things
0: yeah Yeah. (laughs) russia saying yeah i
3: think that was probably like one of the few international wars during the 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 interwar world like i say
0: so i'm painting some up so rather than just uh, it's always difficult with just renders especially with a new company so these aren't painted by um ed ed brew by the team Uh, yeah but these are uh
2: somebody had been painted. They look up. great. Like, yeah, they look really so you can
0: good. See separate heads
2: on them, but yeah, everything else looks to be one piece. All the
4: details coming out nicely as well. I think those, those, those look arms look separate. separate. Maybe, yeah. yeah. yeah.
2: yeah. Uh, they've got, uh, you can see a little bit of seaming around them. Mm. 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 Great. interesting to actually get mm. someone and see. That's a lovely painting style too. Mm. Very they've sweet. done a really, really good job.
0: That, that, that's the, if I want to see it from the tabletop,
3: Yep. If
4: I go
0: to tabletop size, you're not seeing fine levels of that's probably about 28 mil there. You're not on my monitor anywhere. Mm. <laughs> I don't care about your home. For me, that looks 20 <laughs> anyway. um being C there, there's good contrast on it. Yeah. Um, without spending an age doing all sort of fine stuff. Anyway, mm. back into that.
4: Really Oosh. awesome. Very cool. Yeah.
0: Nicely so done. Thought it'd be interesting to show off, like I say incredibly new just on the cusp mm. um if you are ordering from them the details of how to order because they don't have like a, a digital shop whatever you call right. those things set up so the, the details on how to order is is on the website but it's more or less get in contact with them tell them what you want they'll work out what it is and invoice you mm. for it and then they'll, they'll ship it type of thing so it's it's a little, bit, a little bit old school at the moment but uh, hopefully mm. they'll they'll develop more uh, i really yeah. want to see the international brigades well
2: i mean you're, you're not cutting that you out at the back of a magazine <laughs>
0: yeah
2: well i don't mind that either yeah <laughs> jerry um, probably misses that
0: yeah yeah it was
2: great there was nothing wrong
0: with it right uh that's our end of the week this week uh, we're going to take a quick swish and when we come back we'll be checking out some of the news we've missed while we were away coming to you from the center of northwestern europe Covering board games, war games, card games, and all that you love—it's the news. <laughs> okay, we are back with the news. Mm-hmm. We finally got a date for it, Ben. We did. It's all <laughs> coming this way. John's already received a a, a massive one, um, oh, uh, and everybody
2: else can as well. <laughs> this is coming home with me tonight.
4: Yeah. So, uh, Leviathan box set, uh, the new box set for 10th edition, one 40,000, goes up for pre order tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is the big new, um, I say starter set, it's not really a starter set. It's like a box. Yeah. For, for people boring. to dive into, uh, one 40,000 as either the Space Marines or the Tyranids. Uh, with a whole host of new miniatures covering both of the different factions there. For those, we've well, we had a look at this stuff before, but for yeah. those who don't know, uh, the Space Marine side got a captain in Terminator armor at the front, uh, alongside a librarian in Terminator armor as well. So that's the return of two sort of um, iconic HQ choices for the Space Marines. You've also got the uh, Apothecary Biologist, who's down there in the bottom left, who is in Gravis armor. So keeping them a little bit safer as they go out to. Collect genetic material from the battlefield, Give and then you've also TNT, got brother. <laughs> you've also got the standard, as well, standard now, Primaris Lieutenant in Phobos armor. This one's a little bit of a tyrannic veteran. Uh, been running around the battlefields of Ogrim, trying to stay alive ah, 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 uh, <laughs> against the Tyranid invasion as it uh, stalks through the jungle. Um, this set also comes with the updated Stern Guard. So you've got your um, your five veterans of the chapter there, alongside some Terminators. Um, rocking out with their new sculpts, looking very nice indeed. Big, chunky boys. Um, and then at the back, you've got the Infernus Marines, so that's your sort of Horus Heresy-styled entire unit armed with one weapon. <laughs> Burny boys. Blame everything in your path, and then capping things off and saying goodbye to the old box dreadnought. Bye, box dreadnought. We have the uh, the Ballistus Dreadnought um, stomping into battle with twin-linked weapons, missile pods, and everything else in between. So, yeah, very nice stuff there for the Space Marines. Um, I think a lot of people are quite enjoying the look of those. Uh, and what's important about them as well is that they're not they're not uh, uh, ultramarine. You don't have to paint them blue. You can paint them whatever you want. And the set comes with a whole host of different transfers for doing different chapters, so you don't have to do the boys in blue. You can do Blood Angels or Dark Angels or whatever you feel Good uh, chapter is most appropriate.
2: A good chapter. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Honestly, I am really looking forward to sinking my teeth into these and seeing how they're going to play on the tabletop now.
4: Mm, should be very cool. Um, we'll talk about playing a little bit later as well, because there's some stuff that's been already been released, but Uh, As well as the Space Marines, we also have the uh, Tyranid side of things. So this one comes with the winged Tyranid Prime that you see there on the bottom right. Uh, There's also a Neuro Tyrant that you see next to it as well. So a big psychic beastie uh, with lots of synaptic potential. Uh, You then have Termagants who've got an upgrade. Uh, So you've got your shooty alien boys to send into battle. No sidey boys yet, but I'm sure they will be just around the corner. Uh, you've also then got uh, neurogaunts and barb gaunts as well. So your neurogaunts are kind of like your your chaff that gets sent to protect the synapse creatures in battle, and then the barb gaunts are kind of like your longer ranged elements for your Tyranid army, firing as you might have imagined barbs at the enemy. Uh, there's also the uh, Bon Ryan's leapers that you see there in the center. So, they're your kind of analog for kind of like a, something between a lictor and a regular uh, tyrannid in many respects. Uh, and then, towards the back as well, there's the screamer killer that you can see, which is insane and a nice update on a classic miniature with arms that actually look like it, it could do something now. And uh, there's also the psychophage on the far left as well at the back. Um, so, you've got a whole host of little griblies, medium griblies. And big griblies for the Tyranid side of things in this. Box. I will
2: say, I think out uh, of this box, the Tyranids are winning. Just I think they look really for pure yeah. like new miniature goodness. I'd say Tyranid side has won on this one.
1: Hmm.
4: I also like the fact that you can just go in and pick up an army that is just about eating and killing things. Mm. There's no kind of weird stuff there in the lore about their you know ethos or whatever. They just like eating things, which is always mm-hmm. nice. And also, they could be really fun to paint with contrasts. Uh, they will do a hell of a good job on all of that uh, organic matter that uh, you can see there. I've been thinking between High Fleet behemoth and High Fleet Who would have thought it?
2: See, I think if I was doing this, I would do my own High Fleet. Oh yes, what colors would you go for? See, I'm thinking I'd like something with like a real punchy red. Mm-hmm. With I don't know, maybe the peel skin is quite good, but maybe something a little bit darker. So mm-hmm. behemoth.
4: <laughs> <So behemoth>. <laughs> <laughs> all right.
2: I, again i don't know the the swarms very no. well but, yeah, but again i think i would cool. like to play about with some different contrast to see just what i could come up with
4: yeah uh it th- should be i think it'll, i think things will come together very nicely for a lot of people painting up both armies for these they are all push fit should be said so yeah. you're not going to need any you're not going to need any glue but you probably will need some glue just uh, use glue anyway yeah, just use glue. Gap- 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 you otherwise, you'll get all the gaps and stuff in there, which you don't want. But uh, alongside that, you've also got a whole bunch of additional components in the box set. So you get the Leviathan-themed rulebook, which Justin was holding up just before, mm-hmm. uh, which is your fancy book containing all of the cool rules and more. Uh, so you've got your lore in there as well, which is nice. You've also got your set of mission cards. Um, so these are what you use to generate the scenarios that you play at the tabletop, uh, which is a nice way of doing things. You've got your transfer sheet, as you can see there. Uh, a lot of people... Uh, well, I say a lot of people. <laughs> Chapter Master Valrok was very upset that the Imperial Fist symbol has been changed slightly. <laughs> so, <laughs> so all of his previous models no longer work. But there we go. Uh, um, I'm yeah.
2: quite surprised they haven't done any transfers for the nids, just like animal patterning stripes or spots or something. I think it would be far too hard to get them onto a model, I think. I think <laughs> I know, Just on some of the the kiteness plates, I think it'd look good. Uh. Maybe, maybe. I think clever yeah.
3: clever use of washes and contrasts will do the same job for you. Yeah, probably. Fair, fair.
2: Um, but
4: on top of that as well, there's also going to be a bunch of pre-order bonuses. Uh, so if you order from Games Workshop's uh, web store, you get yourself the ability to pick up um, some... These are all while well stocks last, by the way, mm-hmm. this double-sided gaming board. If you yeah, order yeah. from an actual physical store, you buy it from a store on the day of release, which is two weeks from tomorrow. Mm-hmm you will get yourself uh, the token set, as you can see there. You,
0: you may get yourself the you token set. You may sets. get the token set. You may. Set, yeah. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> just, just GW are being very nebulous as to how many yeah. token sets stores are receiving. Mm-hmm. And, it,
4: and it doesn't sound like it's going to be enough for the order. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So equip your knuckles and stand at the front of the queue. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, if you're ordering from uh, your friendly local gaming store, a little bit like us, store.ontabletop.com, mm-hmm. then you we might... Mean- be able to get your hands on some deployment marker sets. Uh, although we also uh, are again, going to be... who knows? Well, While stocks last. Knows? Yeah. Well be
2: one. I yes. will say Tom is currently furiously working on getting as many copies in as he can for everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, but another one for local
4: gaming stores is that you'll be able to get your hands on the, potentially, the dice trays as well, which I think are very nice. So if you're looking for some dice trays, you've got that Ooh. option as well which is good I like, I like
3: that that's a um, different so yeah. style of dice tray than the other one I've seen
4: yeah it's uh, it's a little bit more like the all rolled up one in many yeah. regards um,
3: I've seen another one with the Terminator in it mm. that had like the yeah, it was the, the firm sided one that folded
4: yeah. up mm. yeah
3: Oh, I'm so confused now. <laughs> Which one this, is it? it Maybe
4: the other. Shapes. Who knows? Um, as well as the announcement uh, of the new Leviathan set, there's also been the uh, the news that we're going to be able to dive into a big global campaign that's going to happen over a couple of weeks um, after the release of the box set. So this is going to be the battle for Ogrim. And Ogrim just seems like such a dumb name for a planet, but there
2: we go. Um... <laughs> Maybe the Ogre's come from there.
4: Maybe. <laughs> Uh, but this is where you'll be able to fight with both the Space Marines and Tyranids, uh, and probably some other forces as well, I would guess, uh, and see who comes out on top and decides the fate of this world. Will it actually have any say in the wider law? Who knows? Will, will they ignore
2: it like the last time? Yeah, will they ignore <laughs> it? Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, no, gonna... you played it, but you played it wrong. So we're yeah. doing it our way.
4: Uh, so that's going to be kicking off, as you can see, on the the Monday after the release, which is kind of awesome. Uh, if you want to dive into that and play around with your new miniatures. And if you want to get your head around the rules before the release of that, uh, Games Workshop have already been releasing their new uh, well, their new rules for 10th edition, so the core rules are no longer available in... I uh, photographed it in my car, sat in the... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was kind of thinking
2: that, you know, yeah. why would they do this? Because somebody did it badly. Yeah,
4: so you're able to get your hands on the PDF of all the core rules, which is 60 pages, uh, not too hard to... To Jerry. if you've played one 40,000 before a lot of the same elements are built in there um, mm. although Jerry has a bugbear with the page <laughs> numbers thing. So. My, that's my
0: favourite bit the yeah. rule explaining how you read page numbers
4: <laughs> mm-hmm. um, Just but you've the number all the, the co- pages <laughs> Jesus, it's not that hard That should be the way it goes You don't yeah.
0: need to add additional page numbers to your page numbers Exhibit
4: yes. Very true Anyway, um, uh, but A lot of the core concepts are stay the same from one to four we're not going to see any kind of alternative alternative activation here uh, but I've, you can go online and watch a uh, hundred demo games that have already been played using the core cool rules and uh, it's fairly easy to dive in and give it a go. Um, alongside that they've also released the data sheets for both the Space Marines and the Tyranids that come in the box set. For the love of god I don't know why they didn't put physical versions in the Leviathan set
2: that's true. It uh, keeps the production cost down, and it means that if they have to do a day one errata, they're good. <laughs> but,
4: but they threw in, you know, the, shed loads of plastic. Why can't they put in some?
2: Because some once car. it's in print, they have to stand by it. This That's way, nice. if they need to update it, like they've but, done in the past, but there's
4: the full rule book is in there. Yeah,
0: you're not going to be able to errata that on day one because yeah. it's. Oh, a, they might have how, to anyway. How big is it? It's, you've got it sitting there. So if they, oh, can, no, put, she, if they can put chunky. if they can it's put if they can put that in the box, then they can
2: put in two A4 yeah. sheets with the what you need for what you're playing. Mm-hmm. But there we go. Uh, uh, I think someone's trying to be clever. Yeah. Well, and hang clever. on, sure, re- remember what happened to leagues of Otan.
4: Well, that's true. Uh, but and the. <laughs> The 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 dead sheets are available as PDF. You can go and get them uh, over on the Warhammer community website. In addition to that, they have also, at the time of recording, put out the full Tyranid data sheets in uh, PDF form. So if you want to go and get all of the dead sheets for every single unit in the Tyranid army that you can use in 10th edition, you can do that. Um, They have also said they're going to be releasing the rest of those over the course of the next couple of weeks as we go through the pre-order period and go up to release. So watch out for those um, released online. They did also say that, and this actually actually speaks to what you were saying there, Justin, that they're going to be updating all of the indexes that you can pick up until you get a codex, if you know what I mean. So because we're only getting the Space Marines and the Tyranids soon-ish when it comes to codexes, Everyone else will get their errata through the updated ind- index cards that will come out, and then eventually, when a codex comes out later down the line, that yeah, will be but, uh, yeah. the way to get your full rules. So,
2: okay, it it sounds as if they're never physically going to produce your index cards. It's always well, going to be digital. You say that they are also they going are to dang. be doing oh, the right, index cards enough. physically. <laughs> okay, fair <laughs> enough. Well, then, that's why they're not in the box, Jerry. They want you to buy another yeah, product. Probably. Yeah, so you're going to well, be able yeah, to pick But you're stuff.
4: already paying a
2: hundred and fifty quid for a oh, yeah. starter set. Yeah, Yeah. but they want more money. They want more money.
0: Put the cards in there.
2: It's It's,
0: it doesn't it doesn't require massive thought on anyone's behalf.
3: (laughs) Also, if you're if you're interested in breakdowns of all those cards, um, the YouTuber Bricky. Has been keeping up with all the uh, the previews and releases and stuff, and he does a fantastic breakdown of all the the data mm-hmm. sheets as they come out as well. So, check, awesome. yeah, check definitely him. worth looking oh, at. What yeah. a what a call about
2: because he's an absolute g. So <laughs>
4: there you go, uh, you think, my
2: beloved. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the man crush.
4: So yeah, uh, Leviathan up for pre-order tomorrow. Uh, you can get you can try and get your copy uh, from us at store.ontivero. dot um, Hopefully uh there won't be people falling to the whims of the scalpers but we shall see the proof will be in the pudding the big tyranny gribbly pudding
2: this is the thing any scalper that comes through our online digital doors we tell them no go away there you go you'll get one (laughs) you'll get one they have said gw
0: have said that it's limited to two per customer yes so on their web
4: store yeah so who, who
0: knows maybe that will Will reduce things somewhat. Maybe some people will be able to get a copy well, of the box. The, the, well, other, the, the other,
2: This isn't limited edition, is it? No, well, yes, it is. It
0: yeah. is. It's while
4: stocks last.
0: It's stocks oh, last. No. They did say they might go do oh. made to order, but remember Curse City it was like, you know, a hmm. year before they went back and did the made to order stuff after they were saying.
2: Oh, I, I just remember the last starter set where it was like limited edition and the scalpers had a field day. The main thing is
3: that the. That It doesn't matter if um, Workshop do a two per customer thing because the scalpers are running bots that are running multiple email addresses. Mm.
4: I will also say, though, that, you know, all these miniatures are going to be coming out in the future anyway. So if you you can't get your hands on them right now, then you've got the ability to download the free PDFs, the free call rules and play with the miniatures that you already do have in your collection. Uh, and just see whether or not the game's for you as well. And watch out for those star sets and more down the line if you want.
2: I do feel bad for anyone that hates Space Marines and Terranes, because if they want the new rulebook, the physical copy, because they're like Jerry, they're old, they like an actual book, they have to buy this. I I don't want the actual book. No, no, but in general, (laughs) if it's a rule set you like, you want the actual book. Imagine having a company that releases it, and you can only get it with two armies that you dislike. I, I imagine it'll come out. Will come, out, yeah. Whenever yeah. come they, out, eventually. yeah, yeah. whenever they so do the full release
0: yeah, yeah. yeah if you want to paint your your stuff with bubbly things on it um like you were talking about sticking animal patterny transfers mm-hmm. um there's a youtube channel you should check out cat gut painting uh, if people are unaware of it he painted a whole surrounded army uh like coconut crabs oh wow, wow. and it looks fantastic so That's I think that sounds I amazing yeah. That sounds yeah. amazing. I'm going to have to check that out. Yeah. Nice. Thank you, no, Jerry. No, no decals required either. So there you go. This Games Workshop paint- stuff. I'm painting my cry- or crabs for um, Kings of War for my Trident rounds. Crabs. 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 And I thought that's
2: a great way of doing it. Uh, are they anyway. crab people? Crabs So
4: people. moving on from something that Jerry despises to yes. something that Jerry loves. Yay! <laughs> Happy
2: things. Jerry is a good Jerry. Speaking
4: yeah. of
0: Kings of War, yeah. um, <laughs> the Northern Alliance are getting some additional unitary mm-hmm. uh, for Kings of War. So these went up for pre-order with a July 10th release. So just in time for the 12th weekend. Uh, yeah, so ah, that's fun. always good. Um, so Interesting. <laughs> Wasn't expecting it. Well, I was expecting one of it. In fact, I'll skip on to the one I was expecting. I was expecting these. Uh, so currently, if you're running Northern Alliance and you want to do Icekin Hunters or Berserkers, uh, you are pretty much left with a single pose PVC plastic model because um, it came via the medium of Vanguard originally. Um, so they've made a jewel kit multi part hard plastic that will allow you to make either or slash both of these uh, crazy. Crazy racist elves in the north, because uh, all <laughs> elves are racists. Uh, anyway, so if, if you want to be creeping through the snow and shooting shooting up dwarves, or if you want to be running through the snow screaming and stabbing up dwarves, um, you can do both of those things with the uh, the ice kin there, uh, which is mm-hmm. an interesting little plastic kit. And again, nice to see an expansion of the hard plastics for Kings of War, because it just makes life much easier for people collecting big armies. Very but much these fun. ones... When I was told uh, at the expo by Martin ahead of time that they had ravens coming, I've gone, do you? Okay, fair enough. New unit, great. Was not expecting these to be hard plastic as well. So cool. I
2: am totally fine with this. I wonder why you like them, then.
0: Yeah. Um, I, 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 maybe my memory's going, but I thought Ben would like this. Anyway. <laughs> so a pair of uh, dwarf-riding ravens coming down off the mountains uh, from the Halby region Uh, i have also been told that the two rock style um flight stands they are separate so if you don't want all of your pigeons to be mounted on rocks then you can remove that and put them on something else um i quite like it i really like the. i like the fact that the stabbery uh, some sort of flying calf slash monster and here's where things get a bit wacky but they're geezers um that's a hard plastic kit as well which means they want multiple of those in the army. Mm. So they mustn't be monsters because you're capped on how many monsters you can sort of field. Uh, so is it some sort of new big unit, like in a regular unit that you That's have multiples of? Is it yeah. perhaps
2: monstrous cavalry?
0: All right. There's monstrous cavalry in game already, uh-huh. um, but not in this format, not on a sort of Titan sized base, which I think they come on this, this 75 <laughs> mils. So, we don't have the new rules for these these like the night stalkers new stuff uh will get their rules after release onto the um right so people can can see that they're they're also tweaking some of the other existing unit entries in there Mm -hmm. um so northern alliance getting a bit of a, a a refresh as well um which is handy because you know i have that army um this if you are after them by the way this is by far and away the best way to get it the ambush set uh because we don't normally talk price but i will for this a regiment is 25 pounds um generally the giant pigeons there are 20 pounds for a pair that box is 35 pounds together so you're getting the pigeons for a tenner um along with the bases and cards and stuff in a mini rule book uh if you're getting them through a, a, a second party retailer you'll you'll find that there's gonna be like a 10, 15, maybe even 20% discount on that. Mm. That is ridiculously cheap. Yeah. Especially if you can field multiple of those pigeons. Giant evil war pigeons of doom. Um <laughs> so war pigeons the, of doom. <laughs> apart from the that is what that is what they are uh, there's also a couple of army sets coming. So we've got one here. This is the standard army set. So uh 20 huskar oh not huscars, 20 clansmen. I think the huskars are being removed. Anyway. 20 clansmen that you can build as javelinier uh, javelineer, uh, spear slash hand weapon. Uh, your new ice kin, which can either be done as berserkers or hunters, the war pigeons who doom, and then one of the, uh, the hero characters, that resin model the is ice blade. I have mm. her somewhere, and I can't remember where I put her. And She's I really find cool. Them. Wow. Uh, there's also a mega army, which is the, the sort of the big 100, 110 pound sort of thing where you've got, pretty much boy. the guts the guts of a 1500 point army coming and there's a new two-player starter set coming very called nice. ice and shadows i want to say yeah. which is the new night stalkers against the new northern alliance so with the the full rule book in there as well uh so they're yeah. all up for pre-order if you fanci- if you fancy your fantasy very um nice. it's it's good i'm very glad that i didn't assemble any of my northern alliance either i'm quite the fact of. Held stuff for many years. Means whatever um, I, I finally get around to assembling them. Wrapped uh, and ready. Uh, yeah. But I, I do don't know have to anything's
2: changing stuff. Yeah. Didn't Lloyd pick up a, a King's War Army while we were at Axel? Yeah, he picked up goblins. Yeah, so you have, you have a, a reason to do it now and a chance to kick Lloyd's toys in again. <laughs> I always have a reason
0: to do it because I can always play Paul. Paul. Um, yeah, you know, it's it's a, fun, he's, checking Lloyd's in He's a Kings of War fan as well. Um, yeah. yeah, it's it's always good, and I'm sure whenever I come ruffle-stomping across the tabletop at him, um, he'll really appreciate the fact that he doesn't really know what's going on, uh, <laughs> and will want to play it more often.
2: Lloyd walks out. I hate goblins. <laughs> just picks Bins up the, the army. Toys.
0: Well, uh, I mean, uh,
2: he just goes oh. back to researching the
3: color of dirt.
0: Uh, well, that's true. <laughs> Don't worry. I have said he can borrow some of my goblin mincers. Oh, there you go. So, oh, nice. there you, go. you know. They're always good whenever your opponents come towards you just to drive things into people's faces. Uh, but yeah, <laughs>
2: Solid tactics.
0: Not the only information from uh, Mantic as well. They they also teased that they've got the license to do worms as a board game. They're doing game. the
2: worms board game? I, so, so I am I'll mildly confused. How do you convert in worms into a board game? Oh, I, no I think it'll be fun. Well, I'm, I'm down really to find will. out. Yeah. Um, so am I. Because, uh, yeah,
0: the, the board game's Hellboy and Walking Dead and things, yeah. Dreadball. There, all, is, there is a They're all very
4: different, but very good fun. There is an interview with Ronnie over on our live channel where we talk Mm. about uh, worms. And in typical Ronnie fashion, he talked more about the campaign than he was meant to. So if you want to find (laughs) out a lot more about it, you can go and do that. That is so
2: unlike him. (laughs) See, this is the curse of working events. You have time to work the event. You don't have time to see what other people are doing at the event. There's never enough time for Ronnie. (laughs) Oh, man. I miss Ronnie. There are Not some cool card games
4: written. coming down the uh, pipeline as well. Well, card and dice games coming down the pipeline from Mantic, oh. so watch out for them as well, with some very awesome properties that people will, will like. So. Oh, fancy. Yeah. Right. Speaking yeah. of awesome properties, yeah. here's a famous name, Ben, taking a yeah. step into a wider world. Yeah, so uh, the folks at uh, Critical Role, who are known for doing their D&D actual play, um, set in the world of Exandria, Uh, are sort of dipping their toe into another role-playing universe. Uh, So they and Darrington Press, which is their publishing company, have come up with a new, very awesome role-playing game called Candela Obscura. So say you like the sort of trappings of Cthulhu and a little bit of steampunk and also Vason and stuff like that. Mm. This game is very much in that wheelhouse. It's set in a turn-of-the-century Victorian-esque city called Newfair, where you play as a part of an organisation called Candela Obscura that has been set, out, set up to head out into the city and beyond in order to deal with the strange eldritch and magical occurrences that are happening to the folks that live there. Um, you'll be sort of wandering around the city streets full of cobbles and fog, as is typical with these kind of things, trying to counter the bleed that is coming through from different gaps in reality. Uh, and for example, in the adventure that was set up as one of the um, uh, part of their let's play that they did, uh, they were having to deal with a spirit that had inhabited a, uh, a sort of foundry somewhere and was sort of going around killing the workers and that kind of thing. So it was really awesome to see how they dealt with that. It's got a lot of those kind of investigative cthulhu mm. sort of Arkham-esque vibes going on with it, uh, but is run through their new system, which is called the Illuminated World System, which uh, is D6-based, pool-based, um, and is focused very much on the narrative and that, um something that I think more more than anything, uh, Tales from the Loop pop uh, sort of popularized, which is the fail forward mechanic. Mm. So things happen, but... So what you wanted to achieve happens, but X happens to you kind of thing. So you might have broken through the door, but maybe the door shattered into your face and you have cut your hand or something like that. And there's some really interesting ways that they've played around with the dice pool system in this, where you can kind of wager... That you'll win a task by sort of putting your all into it in order to get back some sort of some of your resources and things. Uh, And there's some very interesting ways that they've played around with um, sort of damage both mentally and physically in the game as well, which will be really fun to dive into and have a look at. Um, There's also a really nice thing they've done where you don't choose your gear before you go into uh, an encounter. Mm -hmm. so you go into an encounter and you just sort of carry on through it and then if gear comes up well if something comes up where you want to use a piece of gear like a detector or something like that you say I pull out my detector that I packed before the mission kind of thing and it's kind of like you can tick three of them off each time so it's kind of in the moment sort of flashing back Ocean's Eleven style to when you prepared for the moment kind of thing and then you dive in and have fun with it which I think is really nice and keeps things moving Mm -hmm. and means that you're not going into a situation and being like oh well I didn't bring all the things to deal with ghosts because I'm now fighting a vampire or something like that so i think that's really cool um that's
0: that's handy because there are, the amount of times i've played rpg where you sit there and you go i'm going to take this i'm going to take this i'm going to take, and you could have a list as long as your arm yeah. and then the thing you need you haven't mm-hmm. brought exactly yeah and all you're <laughs> doing is lumbering around with it and you're desperately trying to it's like a boondock saint you're desperately trying to find out why you've brought yes. 40 foot of rope with you and you're going to try and use it no matter what even though <laughs> nothing makes sense.
2: Well, hang on. Do you remember uh, not this year, but the one before we actually did a, a video with John, one of the Vikings, and he was actually showing off what it would be like for an actual person to carry half of the weapons yeah, that you would in a video that. game, and it was just yeah. his purse saw that just couldn't move, couldn't walk.
4: Yeah, so it counteracts cal- that, which is quite nice. Yeah. Um, there's an entire quick start for you to go and dive into, which covers all of the basic rules. It gives you a primer on the, uh, the city of Newfair and the the peoples and the the lore and everything that you'll be diving into uh as well as um some sample adventure stuff as well if you'd have a go at. what's quite nice as well is that it's a little bit like vason you um you obviously have your characters and your characters will develop but also the circle that you're in and the kind of lodge that you fight alongside uh, when you're going out to def- deal with all these griblies kind of upgrades and changes as you go as well which i think is a really nice way of doing it there's a very kind of like Giles from Buffy vibe going on where you've got someone who kind of like looks after you and keeps you safe and things like that which I think is really nice um, so they definitely used a lot of um, uh, sort of key draws from different role-playing games and tied it into something new but it's just good to see them stepping away from just doing Dungeons and Dragons which is always mm. good so yeah I also nice. like
0: the fact that um, the major issue I have with the uh, Year Zero engine the Dice pool mm. engine is you need sixes yeah. I never get them I like that they've gone fours four to and, five and sixes, yeah. Are not full success. They're a bit of a mm-hmm. success, but they're not full. Mm-hmm. So you're much more likely to succeed in what you're doing. You may just have yeah. to deal with uh consequences a bit more often.
4: Yeah, there's a nice little bit of kind of mitigation of bad luck as well, because mm-hmm. you can spend sort of certain elements of resources from your characters in order to re-roll things and stuff like that. So it's uh it's a really interesting game and it's well worth having a look at. What I what I might do is I might try and put the uh well, I will. I will put the actual play in the comments down below as well, oh. so you can check that out at the same time as reading through the quick start rules. And giving it. I, 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 I do like nice the,
2: the idea that there can be consequences to your success. So, yes, mm-hmm. you've picked the lock of the door, but as you open it, oops, there's a guard behind it. Yeah. Or a, a bucket of water falls on your the head. <laughs> <laughs> then, why the, then why did I pick the lock? <laughs> it would be open already. Not necessarily. Not, not it was a double clever, bluff. Not
0: with
4: their clever traps. Yeah. <laughs> all right, all right. So that's how they keep yeah. you keep you. Definitely wet. go. And uh, check out Candela Obscura. It's, uh, it's a, a fun new role playing yes. game, and I'm sure it's going to be coming out in glorious, full physical awesomeness in the future. Mm-hmm. There are also some very nice dice that they do. So, yeah. Who, who doesn't need more dice? So, there we go. Uh, Probably not me, mo- but... Wow, yeah. Uh, moving from sort of pulpy stuff to a bit of the historical we've got mm. a couple of additional news stories here so the first one of these comes from brigade games which we've looked at in the past uh i think we were looking at some of their stuff that was or at least on the site we were looking at some of their stuff that was all sort of like horror based for napoleonics which was quite nice for the yes. silver bayonet but uh, paul hicks has been at it again he's a beaver just
2: work it away um, terrible man with all of his talent
4: yeah, so he has been uh, designing a couple of new miniatures for brigade games to use during the sort of 1812 period. So if you wanted to kind of uh, take your Napoleonic but sort of shift it dramatically to the other side of the world, then you can do that. So you've got a couple of notable characters for you to pick up for the uh, the British to be playing alongside. So you've got Lieutenant General Sir George Provost. Looks very nice indeed. I think that's how he talks probably. I, I would imagine <laughs> so, yes. Yeah. Uh, he was one of the uh, mil- military strategists of the time. Uh, another one of the character models that they've done is uh, one, and I've lost it, there we go, Major General Sir Isaac Brock, uh, who was a, uh, a renowned Canadian militiaman, mm. there we go, uh, and an administrator for Upper Canada as well. Mm. Uh, you don't want to be the administrator for Lower Canada, nobody likes Lower Canada. That's that would, probably that
2: would be the worst. There we go. See this kind of feels like Jerry directing us sometimes. You go there, you will not die. <laughs> well, he knows I you die. will die and he yeah. wants you to die. Yeah.
4: Uh there's also All a the core of new uh, there's also a core of new troops for you to be playing around with as well. So they've done the colonial marines uh, and they've done them in a range of different poses as is uh, their want uh, for you to create some really nice and dynamic regiments on the tabletop or just skirmishing warbands if you prefer. So you've got the core, the core of Colonial Marines with the command element as they've also done the marching and firing as well. And I really like the way that they pose the firing ones because it's the actual process of firing mm. the rifle. So it's loading. There we go. There we yeah. go. Fired. Now I'm dead. <laughs> Several
0: (laughs) several years ago, Warren, for some unknown reason, was really looking for the Colonial Marine, the the British Marine top hat. Um, I don't know why, but he was he was crying out for
4: a range of miniatures that had that. Didn't he Uh, want to play this period? Didn't he want to do what was the show with Jason Momoa in it? Where uh, it was up north. Oh, frontier! Like fr- frontier. He wanted yeah. to do like frontier or something, didn't he or something like that. But uh, sure. Yeah. All, I back wanted, all I remember is he wanted. All he wanted Colonial Marines, and yeah. now now they exist. Now they exist, Which is and they're really done by nice. Paul Hicks, so they're amazing. So <laughs> yes, yes, very yes they, they are. are. Uh, finishing these off, the characters you got some stuff for the US side as well. So if you want to play as some notable characters on the it's tabletop, Old Hickory. Yeah. Andrew Major Jackson. General Andrew Jackson with his mutton chops at the ready there. Looking lo- very lovely indeed. Uh, please stop and then, fighting jewels, President <laughs> Jackson, please. <laughs> <laughs> and then you've also got Brigadier General Jacob Brown as well. So you've got a couple of notable characters there from that 1812 period, as I was saying, if you wanted to slot them into your games. It's well worth going and have a look at the rest of their collection because they have oodles and oodles and oodles of Napoleonics for you to get stuck into and everything that crosses um all the different battlefields of Europe and America at the same time. So, and T V yeah. series. Yes, they you, do. You, yes. You, can, yeah. you can get the full range of Sharp and his chosen you
0: men can. and some other, like Hogan and um Munro, the exploring officer. And there yeah. there's little gems in there. Hogan, um, not of the Hulk variety. Not of the Hulk, no. <laughs> yeah. No, of the Brian Cox variety. Yeah. <laughs> better a better all round Hogan. Uh, uh, yeah. And then the range is great.
4: Last but not least, uh, we're going to be looking at some stuff from MicroArt uh, mm. Studios. So um, they previously have been doing some previews, which we we did a story on, of their new pre-painted, but I like to call it pre-coloured, pre-colored, uh, essentially yeah. terrain for use in World War II war games on the tabletop, specifically for the likes of bolt action and things, because they've made them very skirmishy, which is always good to see. And they did all these previews, which you can see here, which were kind of like a, a neat little tease of what was coming. Um, and look, they're also award-winning. Who would have thought it? Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> um, So yeah, so their, their terrain is essentially, um, it's all pre-coloured and ready to go. You just pop it out of the uh, the sprues of the frames, essentially, yeah. stick it all together, and Bob's your uncle, find is your aunt, you're away and ready to go. Uh, and then new stuff is themed much more towards the rural than it is the urban. Their initial sets were done to kind of represent uh, kind of like you know, your towns and villages cities. Yeah. That kind of thing in sort of, uh, sort of deep France as it were and Mm -hmm. Normandy as well. Uh, so you've got your shops and your hotels and your pubs and your churches and everything else in Mm -hmm. between. But then with the new stuff, they kind of stepped away from the, uh, the urban towards the rural Mm -hmm. and they've done a nice little farmstead with, uh, houses and barns, chicken coop, which is always nice to see as well. Uh, uh, yeah, a really nice little collection yeah. of stuff there.
2: Beautiful. Like, it's fancy. But- However, what? If these are not your cup of tea, I am hearing rumblings that Battlefield in a Box is going to be getting a refresher for your bolt action goodness. Oh. So something cool. to keep an eye out for.
0: Bolt yeah. action. That's interesting. Because up until now, they've only done 15 mil. Really? Oh, sorry. Nope.
2: Wrong company. Wrong company. Erp. Okay. sorry
0: (laughs) okay well in that case if these aren't what do you fancy then don't wait for the 15 mil (laughs) (laughs) oh I'm sorry
2: I'm still recovering
0: you could put them on a hill and pretend they're far away though Um, (laughs) what will be interesting because obviously when we looked at the um, Normandy range or the the, the urban range they were
4: destructible Mm-hmm.
0: You had ah. inner layers and you could lift them off, and you you know that sort of thing. Presumably, mm-hmm. they're going to do the same again. I would assume the, that's the case. This. It is.
4: I, I hadn't really seen anything that showcased no. that yet, but it's no, well, but
0: with, know, to be fair, it's mostly yeah. just line drawings at the moment because they are yeah. terrible. Well, they,
4: they do have some stuff be like, if, at the top of the uh, web store page. There was a few, uh, oh, was there, there some on the there, web store? Page? Like that, yeah. I will,
2: I will so see. You're, if you're if hoping they've done oops, there was a bomb.
4: <laughs> yeah, but I really like the fact that they've done the kind of urban and then the rural stuff. So if you are building a bigger bigger table you could have the kind of end of your village or your town and then the roads that lead out of that towards the farmland uh, and suddenly you've got loads of packed urban environments with all the walls and the broken down ruins and things and then have things go out towards farmland and all that kind of stuff so yeah as you can see there they've done the nice little farmsteads and stuff that you can build up so if you wanted to build a larger complex you could or you could dive in a little bit deeper and do something a little bit smaller if you wanted as well which is always nice um but yeah i think they look really good uh, and even though they're kind of, even though they're pre-coloured, uh, I think that they've done a really nice job of doing oh, both the interiors are. and the exteriors. They've got they've the also destructible. Put like, there you go. Boom. Yeah. They've, done they've done the little that. ruins in the inside, which is nice to see. see uh, there's I, love also,
2: the, I love the way they do these just for the sheer modularity of them.
4: Yeah, yeah. They, they're they great for kind of skirmish level gaming, which is obviously essentially what Bolt mm-hmm. Action is played at, really, with those you yeah. kind of, you groups of troops running between buildings and getting shot by tanks, probably.
2: Yeah, but it means you never <laughs> have to do, like, a single layout for your table anymore, which is yeah, something I used true. to really, really dislike. Oh, just yeah. come with cows. Cows! <laughs> it, <remembers.
3: laughs> it, it, it better say cows are included, or, or cows not included. Cows
0: Ca- will cow, riot. <laughs> Attention, no cow beast. Oh.
4: oh um, it also should also... It should also be noted that all the terrain comes... Because one of the things with these is that if you've got these without kind of a protective cover on them, there's the potential of them getting scratched in transit. Mm. They come with like a protective layer over the top of the coloured area of the, the, the oh, piece. Oh, so they've
2: got um, like a matte varnish on them?
4: No. Well, it's kind of like a, a, paper
2: like a film. Yeah, so you peel ah, okay. that off, and then you've got ah, okay. the uh, the lovely stuff underneath. So it's I'll only, only on you if you it. ruin the terrain. They will oh, be receiving so. matte varnish if we get them. Yeah, but Yeah. I'm glad cool. you mentioned that. Because I remember another company, I think my
0: been Antinosity's Workshop, years ago, did painted stuff. And they also mm-hmm. came with a cover on it. And the amount of people i seen complaining that they didn't look anything like they did in the photographs. Ugh. And then they had to go, no, you, you take the pit. And once you take it off, <laughs> the colours underneath.
4: Why is everything I own brown? Browns. But uh, you know, there
0: you go. Yeah. Right. Lovely. I think mm-hmm. that's us caught up with all the news. That was yeah. a lot of news. It was a lot. Mm. Let's mm. take a little break. John, you must away. We have a Charlie to bring in. My beloved. That's why you need to be
2: kept away from him. <laughs> Did you win one of our prizes? Find out on our prize claim center over at ontabletop.com. Here we list all our previous prizes and those who have won. If you see your username, fill out the form to claim your prize. All prizes must be claimed within 30 days.
0: And we've been joined by a Charlie. Hello. What?
2: Yeah. I, uh, I, I kinda had to tackle John so he didn't take the seat. Charlie, I'm sorry, you're you're not getting him yet. You're gonna have to come over, buddy.
1: That's fine. That's fine. I'll I'll survive. I'll cry my tears after we've finished. <laughs>
0: that's that's good. Um so you're with us this week then to uh, take us through GameFound. Uh have a look at the damned and uh, how indeed. people go about setting it up.
1: Yes, indeed, indeed. Do you want to drive, dive, drive straight, dive straight into it? We we can
0: drive that way or dive that way. It's entirely up to you.
1: Cool. I don't know. Do I, I think diving sounds a bit more exciting? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a little bit more. wee. It's certainly good for Ben. All right, here we go. Screen share. Mm. Cool. So head over to the Gamefound website. Um, you can type in the damned at the top here, uh, but at the moment we're in the top three uh, most funded campaigns on Gamefound. Very awesome. Um, 14 days left to go. Um, so hopefully we'll stay up there. Uh, these guys are obviously because it's their uh, their end goal. Obviously, this one's nearly finished. One day left. Mm. Um, no idea what it is. Age of Steam.
2: That's nice. Oh, good uh, God. Thank God Lloyd's not here. Hex and trains. <laughs> he likes trains. He likes trains. <laughs> oh, there
0: you go. Perfect for Ben and Lloyd's <laughs> terrible love child.
1: <laughs> oh, dear. So um, you're going to want to... Uh, Click on the dams, and um, it'll take you straight over there. Uh, so we do that. It'll take you over. Um, lots of lovely pictures. If you haven't seen it already, please head over and have a little look. Mm. Um, the, you kind of scroll through the page, so we've got a little bit of a... Did I see it, someone on a sheep? Yeah, there's a, a hound leaping a sheep. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so the, 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 the wonderful guys that were, were sculpting the hounds... Um when the hands got unlocked, I got a little bit excited. And they've also been working on farm animals, as you can see. Yes. Um, so yeah, why not? Um my <laughs> so brain just folder. had to process. Yeah, we've just actually run a poll. In fact, I might be able to take you over there. So we had to update this is already on a tangent, um, to see if anybody wants a, a free STL of <laughs> that. Um, so any backers, and uh, at present it's seventy three percent say yes. Yeah. Um, there's so no fair. reason you would say no, you know, yeah. unless you you don't have a three D printer, which is those fifty three people there. I'm guessing.
2: Yeah. I mean, um, more more stuff is better than less stuff. Less so stuff. yeah, let's go. Let's yeah.
1: exactly. So um, so yeah, we'll probably be giving that uh, that STL away to all the uh, all backers. So um, that's the hounds. Um, and and so that'll kind of lead us in nicely to uh, where we're going to go next with uh, back in the project. So um, for those that haven't seen it, please take a look. Um, I'll do a quick whistle whistle stop tour. Um, So we go into a little bit, just blurb of what is the damned. It's all going to be in hard plastic multi-part kits. There's a a beautiful painted photo by the guys at uh, Cult of Paint have done for us there. Um, And then you go into your rewards So you've got your rewards here. Um, We've got the 10 box reward as as the featured because that's the one with the the greatest saving against um, pounds. And it's not actually the greatest. There's a bigger one than that. But this is the sensible greatest saving. Um, (laughs) Who wants to be sensible? (laughs) And you've got um, 15 free sprues um, available at the moment with more to come. Um, And then you've got your three box, your five box, and then your big boy 15-box uh, reward, where you get a whopping $174 saving against the RRP. Um, and I think it's up to 54 free sprues, uh, depending on how far the campaign nice. goes. Mm-hmm. Cool. But we'll come back to this because this is kind of where you would build your pledge. Uh, we've then got retailer pledges for stores, so any stores that want to get involved nice and early, uh, they can do that. Really pre- pleased with this graphic. Damned deliveries around the back. you know. So. <laughs> Had lots of fun doing that one. <laughs> uh, <laughs> then you've got your add-ons. So we've got like the most recently um, unlocked products at the top. So you've got your hounds, your outriders, your damned infantry, roots, weapons teams, command, and 25 uh, mil textured bases. Again, you can add these to your pledge here. But then the rewards and spoils, this is the fun bit. So this just kind of talks you through um what you what the various rewards are and the spoils that you get from those rewards so we start out with a three box reward uh where you're getting a 20 plus dollar saving and up to 14 sprues so that number there is if we get to the 300,000 uh, mark um and then we're listing out the, the the boxes that you can choose from so all of these rewards are pick and mix so it's a three-box reward, and you mm. can choose any three of the list there, which is your infantry, brutes, weapons, teams, command outriders, and hounds, um, and very, very soon to be uh, female infantry. Um, we, we did a little promotion of uh, shares and retweets, um, and we're, we're we're rocketing up on on those numbers, and and I believe the boss is going to pull a fast one on me and um, probably release them early. So <laughs> by, by the time people are watching this, there's a good chance
2: that the female infantry will have been alive. Have, have we seen any of the female infantry yet? Oh, yes. Have you teased them? Okay, sorry, I, uh, I haven't seen them and I am curious. Mm-hmm. Yes, no, we have indeed. I'll, um, I'll
1: jump on to the... In fact, we can do it really quickly. I head over to the updates. Sorry, I, I
2: am Mr. Tangent.
1: Yeah, no, no, it's cool. Um, it was <laughs> one of the real early updates yeah. like as we were waiting to go live. Um, I believe uh, we've got some females in the uh, the hands and handlers. So there'll be some female bodies and uh, arms and heads in, in the hands uh, box. And I believe it was like right as we were kind of getting ready to go live. Either that or they've just been so I, I think they were on Facebook. But... Facebook. You're right. Uh, it was indeed yeah. on Facebook. We'll have to. Oh, uh, well. That's yeah, fine. You,
2: you guys can yep. do through the, the wizardry of editing. Yeah. It's all right. The, I, 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 uh, Charlie, just send it to me. I'll bring it up. so um, then we've got
1: so we've got the five box which is pretty much the same as the um, three box the concepts there choose any five of of those boxes and up to 20 free sprues and then we've got like a list of um, where you get those kind of free sprues from so five for being a five box reward plus one for following the campaign plus one for reaching 666 backers which we've done uh, plus one more if you're back within the first 24 hours so that one won't appear within the rewards. We have to add the the early bird reward in the pledge manager. So okay, right. you um, won't see that on the rewards, but it will get added in when we get through to, to pledge managers, uh, manager status. Uh, same again for 10 bucks, but now we've got a $100 saving and then um, the, the 15 bucks. So yeah, the, the concept kind of just rolls on from, from one to the next. Mm-hmm. Um, and then below that is all your stretch goals. Um, in fact, there you go. There's some female infantry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've gone a little bit further down the page with found. <laughs> the founders. And come Friday, we should have um, parts and stuff to show everybody because um, the the sculptor is working on them now. Good old Rob, bless him. We've worked into the bone, um, and he's working on parts and stuff for the female infantry at the moment. Mm. Um, and then we've got your chance to put your head on the sprue, uh, more free sprues, the artillery. Uh, this is all probably going to drop by 10K because we're going to l- unlock the female infantry through that um, sort of share and reach
4: the social the goals,
1: yeah. We'll just yeah. Like, pull everything forward by 10K, um, mm-hmm. which means uh, the next big one, um, which, well, we've got, a, we're going to run a poll for stuff in here. Um, in fact, you can hear it first. Um on the weekender uh some of the things that you'll be able to choose from uh, will be uh, gene modified infantry which is Ooh. essentially uh beastmen um heavy infantry which is just damned infantry but with more armor bigger guns you know heavier heavier gear um the mutation spree will go into this um, and, and potentially um, a couple more so that's at the 260k another free sprue at 270, and then whatever the runner-up is from that pole will get added into 280. Um, and then we've got the uh, the vehicle at mm-hmm. uh, 300. But bear in mind, this is probably all going to end up being 10K earlier. So this will probably be at like the
2: 290 mark uh, once those female infantry get unlocked. Nice. Bonus. I do like the idea of doing po- polls to actually see what folks are after. Yeah. You know, it, yeah. It's, it's something more Games Atlantic do really, really well is they're always looking for, you know, what do the community want? What do they want to see us create? And I really, really respect that. Thank you. Well, one, it's funny. One of the one of the things that we've realised as we got into the
1: campaign, we've been we've tried to be very reactive, and very responsive to what people have had to say, um, and and they're taking their comments on board. And a lot of it was, we need to stop treating this separately to how we would normally do business. So when we were thinking about, well, what, what are we going to do about shipping? How do we get shipping right? So then, well. Why would it be any different to how we do shipping on our own website? You know, so basically every pledge over fifty dollars gets free shipping worldwide because that's what we do on the website, and we're using the same um, we're using <laughs> the same warehouses that we yeah. use for for standard shipping for Gamefound. Um, in fact, what we're doing is we're actually adding in a fourth warehouse in Europe. Um, so that we can avoid um, the guys having to pay import duties on top of their duties. Oh, nice. Um, so there's no should be no hidden surprises um, on fulfillment for, for any EU backers. Um, we've also agreed, because the GameFound platform kind of insists on charging VAT on top um, of the pledge to anybody in the EU, we're going to give all those um, EU backers a couple of free boxes during the pledge manager um, to compensate nice. for the additional you know, VAT that they've yeah. paid on, on top. Um, so basically, the, the EU guys are just getting more stuff for their for their money, which is, is good. Mm-hmm. So exciting stuff. Right. So pledging. There's loads of places you can do it. You've seen as I've scrolled down, when you get to the rewards, you can hit Add This to My Pledge. Um, but you can also do it from the top end here. So... Hit yourself a follow because that's going to keep you in touch with what's going on with the, the campaign. Absolutely no reason you would do that. It uh, also gives you an extra free sprue, so go, go ahead and do it. Um, and then hit back this project, and it takes you right down to the rewards. So um, I'm going to be ambitious and assume everybody wants a nice big 10-box deal because <laughs> getting up to 27 free sprues, which is tons of free products, um, like I say, if you work on the basis that a, a box is maximum, going to be four sprues. Um, some boxes will be three, like the um, the brutes and the outriders. Mm. Um, you're getting uh, what's that? Five, six, seven free boxes plus um, an extra sprue on top. If it's if you took all infantry, you know, mm-hmm. uh, you took brutes
2: and stuff, it's it's even more. I so have we think... one thing I like before we move on. Yeah, see that stretch pay. Yes. Letting up your costs. I haven't yes. seen that before. So if you want to go big, you don't have to dump it in one shot.
1: Indeed. So um, we've, we've partnered with um, GameFan. This is a little thing that they uh, allow um, creators to do. Um, it's a choice. You don't have to do it. You can do it. And then you get to kind of um, play around with it a little bit. So hmm. basically any pledge that's over $200 uh, will get access to stretch pay. Um, it allows you to split your payments over three months. Hence mm. the reason it's showing there at 99 67 per month. That's cool. Um, and there's no additional um, interest on that. It's just a flat rate, 0%. Split your payment out over three That's months.
2: Very cool. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: and obviously, like I say, you can see it on the <clears throat> the $99 one. Um, and then if you go to your, your, your $15 box one, it's $141 over, mm-hmm. over three months. So obviously... Nice. Everybody's got a flexible hobby budget. Um, this is just kind of making it easier for you to get you know more more stuff and split it out over three months. Yeah, yeah. Does what it says on the tip. So we hit add to pledge, um, and it uh, brings up this lovely little window. Now, if you want to, you can just hit confirm. And I've got to stress this to all backers: you do not need to lock in the boxes that you want now. You'll be able to do that when it gets to the pledge manager, you'll be able to mess around with it to your heart's content because when it gets to the pledge manager, um, the the rewards will be what they are. Throughout the campaign, as we're unlocking more products and unlocking more freebies, these contents here are are gonna change. So at the moment, the 10-box deal has um, 16 free sprues available to it. But as we unlock the female inventory, that will go up to 17 free sprues and so on and so forth. And it will keep going up as, as more things get unlocked. Unfortunately, um, the GameFound campaign doesn't um, update your pledge once you've kind of hit confirm. So you have to go back in and just remove the 10-box reward and add the 10-box reward back in. Um, don't worry about it. You don't need to do that. You can do that when it gets to the pledge um, pledge manager, um, status of the campaign, and you'll be able to, you know, play around with it. Um, and even once you've hit confirm here, uh, and you've committed, if I let's say if I hit confirm now, it basically say I'm getting ten boxes of infantry. That's fine because when it gets to Pledge Manager, I'll be able to change it up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But if you want to have a play around, you hit this little split item thing here, um, and then it starts to split it out. So you've uh-huh. got. Nine boxes. So let's, let's say I want four boxes of infantry. So I'll just hit split it out until it gets to four, and it's, I've selected damned infantry. And then I'm going to add in a brutes. I'm going to add in a weapons team. I'm going to add in a command, and outriders, and a box of hounds. And then for free sprues, well, you've got a huge list, because not only have we oh, added okay. in the stuff that gets unlocked throughout the campaign, we've also added in all of the uh, existing death fields. Springs. Right. Mm-hmm. So well, you might nice. choose to split this out 16 times. <laughs> and choose a different frame. Sample everything. All yeah. the way through exactly, you know, and, and so on and so forth. But the point of kind of adding this in was so that people could see the flexibility in it. Like yeah. I say, you don't need to worry about you know committing to anything straight away um, you can just go ahead hit confirm um and submit your pledge so you get to submit pledge um it acts it asks to the country that you're in so um if you you can stick, stick in um, a search uh, united kingdom um and I can't remember which way around it is, but weirdly, if you click um, United Kingdom by itself, it, it randomly adds tax, or it was. I think they might have fixed that. We did ask the game fan guys to go in and
2: Where's adjust- so that it- show. <laughs> <laughs> well, hi, <laughs> well, We're Schrödinger's European. <laughs> yeah. It, it, yeah. You know, that's <laughs> one other day
1: we could discuss that. <laughs> um, you're like the, you know, it's the back door to Europe, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so um, you do this, um, and then you basically go, right, um, you, you choose your payment option. Um, I did mine on my phone, mm-hmm. so you can do Apple Pay on your phone. Mm-hmm. and just make it super easy. Nice. fills out all your details for you. You've obviously got Google Pay and um, a credit card. You click I agree to uh, the terms, and then you click pledge. Um, but if you wanted to... You can go away from this screen. In fact, what might be easier? Um, if I stop this screen share mm-hmm. um and open up my existing pledge on um GameFound. Right, here we go. So um because I've been constantly messing around, it's been like the, the <laughs> I went in and pledged. I think I was back at 77, which is really annoying because I was at um I think, I, was, I think we were in Legoland at the time with the uh, with the kids. And I was on my phone, like trying to pledge like straight away. I, was like, I will be back at number one. <laughs> it was my responsibility to be back at number one. First. And it was, like, it was just like, no, no, no. Legoland uh, Wi Fi does not have capacity. <laughs> I ended up going in. And by the time I got into work, about 15 later, it was like, oh, you're back at number 77.
2: <laughs> so, hang on, you were buying toys while looking at. The more expensive toys. more
1: expensive <laughs> toys. Now, which one was the more expensive toys, though? Bear in mind, I was in the Lego shop. Lego, 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 clearly. <laughs> yeah. stood in front of the Millennium Falcon and thinking, how do I get Jennifer to let me spend 700 pounds? <laughs> Needless to say, I came away with just one of those little dioramas <laughs> for mm. 60 quid or something. Um, so because I've been messing around with it, it's got my kind of pledges like open at the moment so you'll kind of see this area here where I can kind of cancel um, my uh, 15 box deal but I can also hit manage pledge um, and on it's weirdly but on your phone when you hit manage pledge you can add in um new products here we go so we canceled that off um, and normally it would act it would allow you to kind of add in Additional products. Weirdly, on your mobile, it's slightly different. Um, so you hit select reward, confirm, um, continue browsing, and then you can go ahead and go right. I'm going to add. I want to add a, a three box deal. I don't. I don't want to go fifteen boxes, but I want to do you know thirteen.
4: So ah, I see. Right.
1: And then you yeah. click. You can click continue browsing. You can see up there. It's got ah. ten box and three box.
4: And It separates them out. Then that's cool. it.
1: Does yeah, yeah. on the no. mobile. When you do it on a mobile, it's all in one screen. So as you delete product, it says add product. And then you just kind of have a little drop down of like three box, five box, 10 box, 15 box. And then obviously the retailer pledge. And on the mobile, you can kind of just,
2: you know, pick and choose like that. Possibly a silly question, Charlie. So you see the way you've, so you've got your 10 box deal and you've added your three box deal. Yeah. By adding the three box deal, do you get the, the free spruce for that deal on top? You do indeed. Yes. Okay.
1: Because the freeze the freeze brews are built into those deals mm-hmm. so again you know you might not want you know 13 you could go right I want a three box and a five box you just yeah. hit add to pledge continue browsing and it does there and then you might think cool. you know what I want another couple of products so I click add on and then I go right I'm just gonna add the hounds yeah um, or you know what actually what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna add some of these um, 25 mil base. Yeah. Um, and you just can keep kind of adding, continue browsing. Yeah. And then when you go, That's cool. um, you can either submit the pledge from there or you can go manage pledge, and then you can see everything on the screen. So you might go, actually, you know what? I, I don't need the three box. I just mm. need this five box deal plus these extra bits. And I drop the hounds, but I'm going to increase my textured bases up to three boxes. Mm. Um, And then you go ahead and and click checkout. So there's a difference between your pledge and the rewards, which is really the message that I wanted to get across was um, you build your pledge by adding rewards and Mm add-ons to your cart, which is essentially your pledge. And then you hit submit. But even once you've submitted that pledge um, and you've gone through the checkout process, as it, Saved my details? No, it hasn't. So you go through the checkout process. Um, you can then go back and manipulate that pledge anytime you like. Um,
2: Very cool. Even,
1: even once you've hit checkout. Nice. Um, so you'll always be able to manipulate it up and down during the, the campaign. Once it gets to the pledge manager, the campaign's ended, you can't reduce your, your pledge down. You can only, uh, you can only increase size of your pledge it's a it's a game fan thing um i think we have got like a two week um kind of cancel period so um like if if the campaign ends and for whatever reason your circumstances have changed you'll get a chance to um to to cancel your pledge down Um, and that is hopefully Cleared things up and and not made it more complicated.
2: (laughs) Honestly, it's one of the most flexible campaigns I've ever seen for what you want to grab. So if you're grabbing that 10 box and you go, well, I've got sort of an army in mind, but I need a few more sprues, a few more boxes. I'll just pick either the units I want, or maybe I go for the deal and get some extra free stuff. That's it. Exactly.
1: Yeah. And every time you add a new reward in, you're adding more free stuff to your to your pledge, and, and every time we unlock new stuff, those rewards, the value of those rewards gets bigger and bigger. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, you could, you know, your, your hobby budget might be, like, limited. You go in for a three-box, and then during the pledge manager, you might choose to add another three-box to it, mm-hmm. and you double your freebies by adding that extra three-box mm-hmm. reward in. So, yeah, there's there's loads of ways of doing it. Um, the 15-box deal is insane value. I think it's currently sitting at 30, 32 um, free sprues, um, and a 170 dollar saving against the uh, the rrp so yeah hopefully what we've got to by listening to the community reacting um, you know not being stubborn because we we're, we're not we're not is it prideful we're not proud people um you know we <laughs> want to give we want to give the community what they want um yeah. I've got to a point where I'm, you know really 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 proud of where the campaign's at um you know i can't I can't think of any way we
2: could now improve it without, you know, creating additional risk. Um, so, yeah, oh, I, think- I mean, the only thing I would add is Jerry as a Chaos Sorcerer. <laughs> Maybe a bearded... They go uh, <laughs> <a> different- <laughs>
1: on the command frame, perhaps.
0: I'm already in the Dark yeah, Age there- Irish brute doesn't matter.
1: There is, uh, there- there is a Sorcerer uh, a body now, I will... Uh, In fact, it's in that that folder I've shared with you guys. um, Go and check it out. Maybe you can bring it up. Jerry, Jerry, I'm sorry. (laughs) Don't be. I
0: I exist everywhere across many Dark Age frames.
2: Yeah.
1: In fact, (laughs) Um, we we could probably, you know, if you wanted to, you wanted to make loads of Jerry's, just grab our Dark Age Irish sprue. um, And and although it's not in the campaign, the plan is to probably let, uh, let people choose any frame that War Games Atlantic has produced during the pledge manager as
2: your freebies. Um, we just didn't want to make this list. Like, it, it so what? Like, every freebie is just a Dark Age Irish just for the head. It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. definitely, you'll, you'll definitely
1: have to pick out all the on tabletop fans from the, uh, from, the <laughs> from the backers of all the guys that have added at least one Dark Age Irish <laughs> frame <for> to their, <laughs> their pledge. So, yeah, no, fingers crossed. It's now just down to the community. You know, go and have fun, have at it. Uh, we've got another, I think it's, after the female infantry, another four products to unlock. So it's the artillery, two secret ones, uh, which will be chosen by the community, and, and then the vehicle. Um, and they're well within reach. We're talking probably just over 100K, which is less than kind of double where we are right now. Um, so it's it's definitely doable. Uh, we've got another two weeks um, two weeks today to run, two weeks Thursday. Hmm. So um, it'll, be, what, it'll be 13 days. 13 um, days come, left. Come this going live.
0: Well, thank you very much for taking the time to show us how the pick and mix selection works on GameFound, Charlie. Absolute pleasure. We are going to shuffle you off and return us to John. And we shall be right back in just two seconds.
4: So, yeah, that was a chat with Charlie uh, talking about uh, The Damned on GameFam, which is pretty awesome. I think they're going to be doing like eight kits. It could be up to like 12, which is kind of awesome for a company to be doing through like a crowdfunding campaign. Normally, you see people doing like three or four. So, yeah, they're well, hopefully when all those land, it'll be very awesome to see. So, last yeah.
2: word on it, do want. There we
4: go. <laughs> Moving right. on from uh, the game found, we're going to be moving mm. on to Kickstarter. We have a couple of awesome ones to dive into. Uh, one of these, uh, well, the first one is from Alessio Cavatori and also Jack Caesar. A lot of people mm. know this. Hey. Yeah, So this one is from Draco Studios as well. And this is Dragon Bond: Battles of Valner. Uh So this is a big new war game that uh, Alessio Cavatori and Jack Caesar have been working on. Um, where they have taken their world of Dragon Bond, which we've talked about before in both board game form and also graphic novels, comics, and everything else in between, even role-playing games as well. Yeah, yeah. And they're bringing it to the tabletop as a skirmish-slash-mass battle game as well at the same time, which is really awesome. So the rules are going to be entirely flexible, so you could play with a handful of models or a huge armful of them, if you preferred, Mm. and they're going to have all of the awesome STL files that you'll have seen in previous iterations of the game, they're board games or whatever Uh, so you're going to have lots of dragons dinosaurs mighty heroes wizards uh, and a whole host of different characters that cross over five different factions for their incredibly deep world um with alessio behind the mechanics Uh, there was obviously going to be some funky stuff in the the mix there as well Um, so there's a few little interesting things so you've got sort of proprietary dice and stuff that you'll be using for your games and stuff so they've allowed them to play around with the mechanics a little bit more there's also a couple of additional things so there's what's called the fatigue mechanic Mm. Um, so in the game you can kind of push your units uh, through both activations and reactions uh, and you can sort of make sure that like even the smallest of warriors could do something epic as they fight through towards uh, you know inevitable victory. Victory or defeat. Uh, But as you go through, you'll accrue these fatigue counters, and this will mean that your unit will go from being fresh through to being uh, sort of, well, exhausted, essentially. Uh, So when they have on their their attacks and defenses are all gonna be downgraded. They're still gonna be able to fight, they're not gonna just be stuck out there in the middle of nowhere with nothing to do, um, but they will uh, sort of be at the mercy of the enemy, which I think is kind of cool. So you can kind of, if there's like one particular objective that you really need to cap at the end of the game or something, then you might wanna push your units to their absolute limit in order to do that. And I think it's a really nice way of doing things so you don't just get to do one thing with a unit on the tabletop, which is very cool. So, Especially when you've got dragons flying around, anyway. So, the,
0: the interesting thing is that it's, this is fully print and play.
4: Yes. Mm.
0: So uh, there, there is a no plan to make a physical rules. one, though, down yes. the line. But this particular... Uh mm-hmm. Campion is just print and play.
4: Yeah. So so this is all print and play, as Jerry was saying. Um, all of the rules, all of the components and everything like that, you'll be able to print out all of the miniatures will obviously then be available as STL files. So you'll be able to pick those up and download them and get them printed off. These folks have been working on STL files for a good long time anyway, yes. at this point. So they have definitely sort of got their got their elbow in when it comes hmm. to uh designing uh miniatures that will print out well on the tabletop. Uh, another sort of important element of this game as well is that it's tied to that that key name of, well, the world and everything around it, which is yeah. Dragon Bond. So this is going to have big ass dragons in the game. And just like in the board game, uh, which came out, um, you'll actually be able to bond with your dragon. So it'll give both of you uh, like an up to your abilities and your skills and everything. But if one of you dies, both of you are removed from the game. So it's got a kind of that dragon heart thing going on. Oh, what a lovely movie that no, one. Never, that. never
2: form life links with any creature. <laughs> I, every time yeah. I hear you say Dragonborn, my mind just goes straight to Rick and Morty. I am sorry. <laughs> I should see that
4: episode. Yeah, <laughs> it's very lesson like Yeah. Um, so as well as the actual rules, which are free to download at the moment, you can go and get your hands yep. on those and have a read through them. There are sort of thirty odd pages of rules for you to dive through, including yeah. a sample um, uh, scenario for you to play out as well at the end. Um, which is kind of cool. And it'll walk you through all of the basics of how to play. Uh, it seems like it's fairly easy. Uh, I think a lot of the kind of nuances are going to come in the units that you bring to the tabletop and sort of how they all interact with each other. Um, as you're seeing here, as Jerry's showing off, uh, there are also a lot of miniatures to get your hands on. Uh, a lot. Of, a lot. 250 plus know. miniatures across five different factions. Mm. So you've got uh, Alaria, Nahuak. Uh, the Scourge of the Triumvirate, which is uh, one of the new uh, factions that mm. have been added to the game. Tiveria and Yishval as well. So it's kind of going down the Nordic route, which is very nice. Uh, and that's not even to mention uh, not even mentioning the mercenaries that you can throw into the game as well whoa, whoa, whoa. alongside whoa. Wandering, wandering monsters, monsters. Yeah. and everything else in between. Um,
2: go up. Please go up. Were those they're, they're, Centaur,
4: Minotaur?
0: Yeah, they're but well, they're bull centaur minotaur type things yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah okay weirdness. sorry I just caught New my centaurs, eye
4: centaurs apparently there you go <laughs> uh so there is a whole host of different um miniatures for you to pick up and because of the five different factions and then the monsters and then the uh the mercenaries there are if, if there's an aesthetic that you like these folks have probably been able to uh bring it to the tabletop in yeah. some fashion or another uh, which is really nice to yeah. see
0: some of the interesting things but are things like the the dice mechanics now because it's print and play mm-hmm. one of the reasons they've gone for the bespoke dice yes because then you can you print those out you don't require um to have them at home but it also means they can play around with the mechanics themselves so mm-hmm. dice can be upgraded and downgraded essentially wiped yeah gray, black are the three levels. I can't remember which one is lowest. So they are the three levels. Um, uh, and so rather than just going, you've got a minus one to hit, you may end up with a dice that has, mm-hmm. you know, fewer um, successes on it or a higher ability to crit, yeah. uh, things like that. So when you use things like that, like bespoke dice, sometimes they they, they get very samey. Uh, things like X-Wing, you've only really got, one type of dice that you're chucking around the place for attack and one for your defense so that you know it's it may as well have just used the standard d8 Um, Mm -hmm. but leaning into the fact that you can have different uh, variations and iterations of dice means that you can do things mechanically without having to constantly rely on people doing a lot of of um bookkeeping or maths to go yeah. right well you're doing this and then that's going to be an additional minus one and then minus two because i'm behind a hedge and so on and so forth blah 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 bingo bongo i've come right. up with you know i need a seven or more twice on three days yeah. um,
2: well, you just question. Go, i'm going to roll all blacks now oh there's three successes easy right just a question. So the bespoke dice for that, they're this, they're a 3D printable component, yeah? Yes. Mm-hmm. That solves a problem that I have had with many, many games that have bespoke dice. And that's coming up short on the, dice. Th- that you get three in the set and you really need twelve.
0: So go out and buy <laughs> yeah, two yeah. More yeah. dice packs.
2: It's, I, it's, I love it, it. I is. call that the FFG it's, maneuver. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it's such a pet peeve mm-hmm. that you just you're rolling and then you're having to re-roll and remember what you had rolled instead of just yeah. rolling it once and being done. I yeah. like that they're At doing least.
0: this. Mm. I like how they've also included little bits of terrain for each of the factions. As yeah. Well. yeah, really
4: flavors them. If you, then, you want to make a particularly themed battlefield, as you say, uh, if you I mean, play your games on, then actual, you've got the option. We're to do not that. even halfway through here. Yeah, I, I may have to
0: speed this up because there, uh, there are other things later on. Things like the wandering monsters are interesting as well because mm-hmm. there's a couple of different flavors um, you can you can kind of bind or bend some of the. The things to your will, and then they, they may break off later on and kick off mm-hmm. uh, if whoever's been subduing them gets um, gets dealt with or leaves the table. Uh, mm-hmm. And then there are other ones that are just a constant Whoa. harassment to both sides where you're having to deal with
2: all and sundry around them. Mm-hmm. See, again, I like the idea that you know it's not just force versus force. You've got like living, moving terrain like we did see with uh, Mantics, The Walking Dead, because mm-hmm. the zombies in that Fanboy. were more an annoyance. Than an absolute you are going to die and you could mm. use it to your advantage if you were clever
0: yeah ah. so it's it's an interesting concept that they've really that is. they've gone with it alessio yeah. was saying it scales particularly well mm-hmm. um so it'll be fascinating to see how that works because yeah. sometimes if you play bigger games with more stuff on the table all you're doing is adding time to yeah. the gameplay, Bogging down so uh will wait and see how that sort of Stacks well, up as that, yeah. Because yeah. Um, yeah. I, yeah. I did get uh, a chance to sit down and chat with him about it, which will be going back next week, I imagine. Yeah.
4: So there's an interview with oh. him that we did, talking a little bit more in depth about the campaign in general. And then there's also we had a chat with Alessio over the weekend at UKGE as well. Yeah. So if you want to check that out, you'll be able to do that too, which is quite nice. Uh, quite I'm halfway, bathroom. I'm going to skip on and. Find, <laughs> yeah, it should also be noted play. that if you mm-hmm. just want the dragons. There is a pledge specifically to get dragons. So
2: <laughs> I like that you got your generic terrain in there as well. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Instead yeah. of it all being like heavily themed. Mm-hmm. Love, the one that really jumped out to me was the the Yisval. Uh, again, yes, I, I, I love really my like Nordic those. stuff. So yeah. big surprise, folks. Yeah, that was really awesome. Um, and because it's all digital,
4: the delivery of this is pretty darn quick. I mean it's July. Yeah. <laughs> They've well, done I mean, all the work previous to this, the rules exist. You know, uh, all the miniatures exist from their previous work as well. Uh, so Great. long as their
2: server doesn't die, they're fine.
4: Well, yeah. <laughs> Let's I, pray that th- doesn't
2: happen,
0: yeah. I think they probably run through something like MyMiniFactory or yeah, whatever to, do, yeah, the yeah. Fulfillment to, to, to that, do the fulfilment. Yeah. yeah, there's some weird, mm. weird stuff really? there. And, and the world has been growing now for... Mm, two three years oh lord um, yes yeah. since since they started doing it. some of the miniatures you may if you do 3d printing you may recognize some of them um because they've been available previously yeah. uh, they've been retooled and their bases have been changed up um mm-hmm. so so some of the files have been slightly tweaked for the war game um mm-hmm. which yeah. means you, you may see ones that you already own you may not you may see a frog in armor mm-hmm. who knows
2: I really want to see like an exploded diagram of some of these more big chunky ones, because I'm really curious to see how they broke them down to make them fit on like smaller bed three D printers. Look at that element. Oh. Um, uh, I, I, I I have, have seen some of the, the plastic
4: stuff that these folks have done mm. uh, as some of their previous releases. And they are packaged very nicely and the dragons look very good. So I'd I would hope, fingers crossed later on down the line, uh, if this raises enough money and enough interest, I would love to dive in and get a hold of these miniatures for a a little bit of a a game physically on the yeah platform, yeah, yeah. Rather than printing I my mean, way through. it. They've done so, some
2: gorgeous, gorgeous work on them. Yeah, they really have. No out. doubt about it. Mm, it's uh happy he is.
4: It's fantastic and even if you don't use them for the war game you could use them for the role-playing game or you could you could use them in other games as well if you wanted to but uh,
2: yeah yeah and again because they're stls you can have as many of them as you want within you the game's print, limits you could print all the dragons <laughs> all of the dragons all of the time yeah. i mean why not
0: but yeah mm-hmm. fascinating stuff great to see um the guys at draco studio as well continue to iterate and expand Yes, rather than just mm-hmm. uh, resting on their laurels and because they could, I mean, there are so many people out there doing 3D prints successfully. You could mm-hmm. just go, well, we have an idea for this world, but we just make the miniatures. But they've they doubled down and went, well, you can do whatever you want within this space, whether it's a mm-hmm. sort of a strategic uh, board game, a full on board game, or the RPG side of things, or even even just sit back and read a read a comic. Comics are great. While
4: while your medals are printing, read the graphic novel. Read the graphic novel. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah. already funded, and mm-hmm. there are 13 days left on it. Yes. So if you're interested in checking out the Battles of Valerna mm-hmm. uh, from Draco Studios, then definitely, definitely want to have a look at and go and go and download the um, the rules, give it a flick through, see what you think.
4: Mm-hmm. That, and also, Lords of Valar, which is their board game, the board game. potentially should be coming out uh, to more folks mm. after it's been delivered up yeah. by a Kickstarter very soon, so watch out for that. It's a very cool game.
2: Very I will cool. say, your jump-off point on this for a, uh, one army at $25? Bargain.
4: Mm-hmm. Super
0: cool. Super cool Sounds it? like a thing that people would like.
2: <laughs> right.
0: Leaving the uh, World of Valar behind... And entering the world of Westphalia. Westphalia. (laughs) Boris is back. He is. Going from the very cutting edge of digital blah, blah, blahs to I make stuff out of green stuff and bees putty. uh, And then that guy casts it in resin. Hooray! (laughs) (laughs) Jerry style. Uh, Dark Tides, as as we discover from the deep and depth a conversation and pitch meeting that went back and forth between cave and Boris. Hey, B. imagine a Hero Quest game with any Chaos Warriors. Boris imagines.
2: <laughs> 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 from that, we
0: have these bizarre um, Chaos That's Warriors good. Uh, yeah. from the Dark Tides. So it's a set of seven, you wanted to say without counting? I believe seven. Um, very bizarre, as is Boris's want. Uh, strange sculpts of of unusual body proportions and shapes. Uh, heavily armored chaos kniggets. Um, there are, as you can see, a little. I, I would almost say a muckburg uh, sort of yeah. flavor to them, uh, mm-hmm. with the the weirdness going on, especially crank height there with his massive hammerhead. Um, each one is. Absolutely stuffed to the brim with hatfuls of Guatemalan Sandy Peppers. They are just insane. They really are. They're also really big. Mm-hmm. Um much much more so than I thought whenever I i backed it. Uh the figures themselves are behemoths. So kind of think ogre sized wouldn't be too far away. They're they're substantially bigger than your standard 28 mil. Yeah, because they've been designed as boss characters, haven't they? Yeah, in a way. pretty much. So, so. I mean, the, yeah. it, it says Chaos Warrior and you think, well, bigger than human in full armor, but these things are mm-hmm. Um Obviously funded, and since they've been funded, they've been unlocking little stretch goals of little tiny minions. As you can see there, um, we have a, a bunch of them already that sort of kind of mimic the yeah. Chaos Warrior that they serve as a uh, squire come getter and erasure of their armor. Uh, I particularly like tiny little Houston, <laughs> little, little, little tiny hook, little hammerhead. I'm a Birmingham screwdriver.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if everything looks like a meal to him. Yeah, <laughs> uh,
0: I imagine so. Uh, but it's just—it's so such cool. a, a <laughs> gorgeous addition um, of of really unique uh, mm-hmm. perspective of fantasy figures that Boris has. I think it's—it's it's fair to say. That there's nobody else out there even, I wouldn't say coming close to him, but Mm. even coming close to attempting to copy his style. He Boris's style of sketch and and sculpt is,
4: you can can spot it a mile off. It's it's wild how close his final miniatures are to the initial art and concept design. There's a a nice size there. So there's, there's regular uh, Human. That's, from, that's that's from the heroes. So uh, he it's mil kind yeah, of thing. I mean,
2: that for the heroes Kickstarter. With, I mean, the only way I can describe yeah. his style is just delightfully demented.
4: Mm.
2: <laughs> I did ask him recently uh, if if we ever get a book of his sketches, and he
0: says he's kind of working on it, maybe. Awesome. Uh, because because I mean, you know, as far as art books go, these are just great, and you can mm. see there just how close. From his his mad smattering of sketches, that the actual yeah. green stuff work comes out.
4: I I, was... I, mean, I
2: I think our buddy Dave Taylor needs to get onto this man.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was uh, I was looking at some of the stuff here, and I was like, how would you use that in something in like your games or something like that? Obviously, it's just nice to have them and paint them, which is way the oh, most yeah. people use it. But I love the idea of using them almost in kind of like a dark Soulsy way or like an Elden Ring way, where there's all of these different bosses that you need to defeat each of them has their own kind of style of attack pattern and things like that. And you, if you were playing a game like Forbidden Psalms, which is the miniature version of Murkberg, yeah. Um, you could drop those in and your gang of fighters have to somehow defeat each of these as they go along. But I also really like the idea of getting each of the minions and having them as this kind of incessant little like tick based thing that follows you around all the time and just annoys the heck out of you <laughs> you're doing things and you like kick them over the side of a cliff and then suddenly they come back later and you're
2: like oh god can't, can't,
0: can't get rid of them until you've dealt with <laughs> yeah, the boss exactly yeah. Yeah. minions just keep coming back
2: over and over again or they start following you after each session giving you bonuses but being really annoying that would, yeah
4: <laughs> something like that yeah
2: you have knocked um, me from my armor. I am now your slave.
4: <laughs> but yeah, amazing miniatures that I think would work really nicely with basically all the stuff that Boris has done previous to this uh, and might even be a fun entry point for somebody who wants to have a fun painting project, I think. So,
0: well, that that's the thing. I mean, even if you can't find a game for them, and believe me, I will. Um, <laughs> They just make really nice painting projects. Yeah.
1: Mm.
2: yeah. I mean, honestly, there's some grimdark painters out there on YouTube. I would love to see them work on some of these. Mm, definitely. Like yeah. full hard light shading, monochromatic goodness. Mm. Love to see Uncle Heraldos have a go. Oh, yes. Oh, that would be yes. cool. Yes. All of my a, yes.
3: He's generally a very clean kind of yeah. painter. Yeah. And I, I have seen him starting to do a little bit of chaotic stuff recently. I would oh, like, do if you went. You want to get him down in the pits, oh. down and dirty? I. I'd I'd love to see him him actually do like just copy that super Blanche kind of style artist work with the likes of actually taking images from Elden Ring and basically color coding Mm -hmm. an Elden Ring boss to something like that because it's so so desaturated and so sepia. I would just love Mm -hmm, to see a a real pro have a go at it. You know, Mm -hmm. yeah,
2: that'd be. I won't. I mean, honestly, you know who I'd love to see take a swing at this one? Mm. Tommy Sol I think yeah. he could do a really nice job on this. Yep.
0: Mm. Very a, nice. A whole barrage of painting goodness there. Yeah, People can scuttle off now and have a look at. Um, there are only four days left. Uh, so if you are planning on picking those up in the Kickstarter, uh, then get on there quickly. Very I hurry, for a run. My Mork Borg Kickstarter yes. arrived from them this week. Nice. Uh, and is due to go on to the retail store if people missed it. I shouldn't tap this, um, but it's going to <laughs> go. To the, yeah, yeah, it is going to go in the retail store in the next couple of weeks. So if you missed hmm. the previous one and you like the look of Boris's stuff, neatly um, throw on the floor. Then uh, keep an eye out for that as well. Does right. Zealot
4: still uh, sell his hero quest stuff, by the way, or has that gone? Oh, did they do awesome, brilliant. <laughs> I've got all that, so I don't need to go back any <laughs> you <can> go and <laughs> get some. Have... Uh, you, you can go and get some small Chaos Warriors to go alongside the big ones. That's yeah. true, you can
0: get the small yeah. Chaos Warriors. Or check yeah. out his liches that he did oh, for yes. Nightmare in yeah. uh, Espanol. There's a reason
4: he's the grand master.
0: There is, yeah. I don't stalk him these days. He's just settled down at Westphalia so it's easier. I don't have to Don't have to pry the internet seeing where he's working for anymore.
2: All fun. right. Sorry, I thought you said stalking as in you were stalking his miniatures, but no, you're stalking him. Got it. No, stalking as in
0: yeah yeah no I get it we all get it we all get it right if you don't want to see my creepy face at your window at night then you should come over on Sunday morning and join us at the XLBS (laughs) otherwise I'll visit each and every house until I find you all Uh, if you aren't already a member you can join the cult of games for a 30-day free trial uh, on tabletop.com we'll be having a chat with the brothers Johnston Mm. uh, about who knows what? Time will tell. Well, it doesn't matter what we put in the running order. We'll be run over by random. And then Lloyd will open his holiday snaps, and who knows where we'll yeah, go from yeah. there. Hey, but, John, John, have fun with that, it. Yep. Uh, <laughs> we will be back next Friday uh, for more of the same. Until then, have a great week of gaming. Bye bye. Go ahead and check out our other content on screen now. And while you're at it, why not hit
1: subscribe and remember to ding our dong? Go on, you know you want to click it. Go on.